everybody and welcome. Oh my god. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Asian Critical Podcast where I spend the talk all things gaming. I'm John, I'm joined by Brandon. E3 Hype! Sterling. Yo, what's up? And Grayson. Elden Ring. <laughs> that is the um long-awaited ASP Critical E3 uh, uh, predictions podcast that is literally right before E3. So by the time you're hearing this, is probably like E3 is most likely started. But you know that's okay because we don't know what's going on. We'll find out when you guys find out. So there are a little, a few things that I want to talk about really quick. The first one is obviously we are missing Kelly and Gabe. Um, Kelly is a new cat mom, so she's got a few things that she has to do. So she's not going to be here tonight. But Kelly, we love you for when you listen. And uh, Gabe, it is his birthday, and he's out partying on Miami Beach, having a great time, getting all the girls and telling them all about Breath of the Wild. So we'll see who he comes back <laughs> home with. Uh, so yeah, happy birthday uh, to Gabe. Shout out to you and uh, Kelly and her newborn kitties. Um, and of course, I have one of my longest and best friends in uh, video game journalism, Grayson, who I love so much. And the guy who I can't get rid of, who keeps coming back to me. Can't get rid of? You don't leave me alone, for God's sakes. Sterling is basically honorary HP critical staff at this he point. He's leave. been on so many streams and podcasts. You already like told me your plan about just like making me come until I just become part of the team. So Yeah, an unpaid yeah, that's part, so, you know, We're just going to keep bringing <laughs> him back so that I don't have to pay him. But it's been a very long time since Grayson's been on the podcast, and I'm so happy that you accepted to come here. Um uh, uh, last thing. Well, actually, for anyone who has who hasn't listened to previous episodes, Grayson, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. I am currently the lead guide. Uh, God, I can't talk. Lead guides editor over at GameRant.com. Before that, I was a features editor over at Twin Infinite, and uh, I actually worked at a smaller website with Jarrell and Brandon, which is how we all kind of met each other. Um, yeah, I really like JRPGs. I really like Japanese games in general. Big weeb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. If you guys don't know who I am. And I like uh, a lot. Sterling as well. Do you want to uh, tell everybody about yourself real quick? Uh, I've been writing at Twinfinite for the past two years. Uh, Grayson used to edit all my really shitty articles, and I feel, I'll feel bad for the rest of time. <laughs> this is so beautiful. We've all come full circle. Also, yeah, it's the website. first time that me and Sterling have, have talked to each other in person, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? This is so amazing. That's wow. awesome. Um, I'm happy I can make this happen. You're welcome. Thank you. Also, a very big thank you to everyone who listens. We've passed over 3,000 listens now, which is crazy to me because in my head, we would have like 30. Uh, so, you know, thank you for everyone who continues to uh, come back and listen every week. And thank you for all the listeners who actually sit through the ads so that I can, you know, uh, potentially pay Brandon, not these two guests, because they don't know that we're getting paid. Uh, so I'm not going to tell. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so big shout out to the HP Critical Podcast for you know having over 3,000 listens thank you guys who continue to come back and listen to me argue with Gabe and Brandon who knows all things about uh video games and Kelly tell us about how boring we are um and with that let's I would never say the latter (laughs) but I do know everything single thing about (laughs) video games apparently uh uh, yeah so I think that's all I have to say uh on that um I think there's one more thing I have to say and I've forgotten it so we're just going to move right along by starting really quickly to talk about what Sterling and Grayson thought about uh the video games showcase summer 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 fest whatever the fuck's called what's it called Uh, it's late summer Summer games Games fest Fest. thank you so (laughs) Sterling and Grayson how was the summer games fest for you guys 
Go ahead, Grayson. Go <laughs> Not all at once. Okay, so yeah, the Summer Games Fest was like, you know, meant to be this big kickoff event for E3 the next few days. Uh, personally, there wasn't much there for me. Um, I, I really couldn't tell you like a lot of things that were announced. It was a lot of like Western games and shooters and like, you know, Western RPGs and stuff like that. Uh, of course, the big thing that was announced was Elden Ring at the end, which is cool. But I'm not like a big Dark Souls fan, so it didn't do much for me. Honestly, the probably the most exciting announcement was the Death Stranding Metal Gear. I still don't know what it is, but it it was a uh, Kojima, you know, announcing that there's a director's cut coming for Death Stranding, the PS5 version. But for some reason, they were like really teasing like um, this Metal Gear reference. I don't know what that means. I don't know if like. That means you're getting a Metal Gear remake. I don't know if that means Kojima is working on something. I don't know. But it means Metal Gear something is hopefully coming eventually one day, maybe. So that made me excited. And that was pretty much my, like, the most exciting thing for me. It wasn't even a game announcement. It was just a thing, a funny moment, basically. I didn't think that there was, I honestly just thought it was like a, a, a shout like out. Like yeah, I didn't think it was yeah, like a, I mean, anything to do with Metal Gear. I think it was just like, hey, we're having fun here. And we're just going to get like a, you know, bigger, better version of Death Stranding on PS5. But I don't know shit. So that's why we're doing a prediction right. podcast. We don't know anything. We're all predicting. So don't come for me when I talk shit about something because I'm just doing predictions. I could be completely wrong and it could be great. Um... Uh, Sterling, what about you? How did I feel about Jeff Keighley's summer game fuck fest? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, okay. That tells you enough. That was right unexpected. There. Um, honestly, I'm I'm a bit with Grayson. Like, there was a lot of shooty shooty FPS. Like, it's not my thing. I, I like Japanese stuff too. So. Uh, the one thing I was super interested in was kind of a small announcement of Metal Slug Tactics because it had that Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Tactics Advance look, and I love tactics games, so I was really interested in that. Uh, I also love El- like Elden Ring. Looking forward to that. I love Dark Souls. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff my eyes just kind of glazed over because some stuff just looks so so similar all the time. Yo, okay. So I'm a boy. I like cute, cute so again. Huh, sorry, say that again. I said I'm I'm a cute boy. Like I, I like little cute games. Like you know, just more artistic stuff. Same. Um. So speaking of games that looked very similar, I'm gonna just talk really quick about the three standouts that I had from Summer Games Fest. I was actually throwing up most of the time, so I don't even know what happened. Uh, probably TMI, but. That game, uh, Evil Dead, is it called Evil Dead? Yeah. We were talking about it in chat. That game is literally Friday the 13th. Like 100%. (laughs) They took Friday the 13th and just repainted it with Evil Dead (laughs) and was like, here's a brand new game. And I was like, I've seen this game before. You can't lie to me. And then I thought, like, this is so weird. And um, Marissa brought it up and she was like, they already have uh, Evil Dead in... um, dead by daylight right okay that's what it is so it was like this is such a weird thing to announce and i was like you're right like it totally already is there i don't understand um so that was weird i also thought that the 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 little bean pod of 2b in fog really weird why did who got together and decided (laughs) this was a thing that would happen um but cool i'm not a hater um giancarlo esposito is like i was very 
So, like, the first thing he does is compare his character to Fidel Castro. And I was like, <laughs> this is literally, like, y'all have, like, three different messages about what Far Cry 6 is supposed to be at this point. Like, it's not supposed to be political, but it is political, but respectful. But I'm not a super villain, but I'm also Fidel Castro. Like, what is going on <laughs> with Far Cry 6? Well, a super villain never sees himself as being a as a villain. villain. There we go. True. But then he makes that comparison. like, wait, but, 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 but. <laughs> You're right. Um, uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum is always great. It was great to see him. Oh, he's so good. Um, I feel like he has no idea what's going on <laughs> all like, of the time. I'm just read prompter, and I'm just gonna be cool. And it- I like how he made the cracks at the whole like world premiere thing. Like yes. it's it so. Uh... It was charming. It was cool to see him and Ryan Reynolds. I appreciated seeing them there, and obviously Ryan Reynolds talking about Elden Ring while we we're all just waiting and watching all these other things to talk about uh, Elden Ring. Um, the two other things that stood out to me is very and it's you know someone asked me like what did you what was announced what did you see and i was like i have no idea like i just <laughs> wasted like two hours of my life i have no idea it's what a blur. happened <laughs> it was a blur um uh one of them was the dark anthologies next oh. game and the only reason i remember that one is because i kept thinking this looks so much better than until dawn did like until dawn was very like 2014 ps4 like doesn't look that great this game looks so much better graphically and i was like wow they have really improved like they stepped up their game i don't know what the fuck's going on but they've really <laughs> stepped up their game so i was really excited about that i i'm probably gonna play with friends mm-hmm. i've missed so many games in the in the, in the anthology series i played a bit of man of Madan. But there's I didn't been like, like that one. two other or three other ones that's been released since then. This is the third one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like Man of Madon, so I'm I'm hoping that this one is better. <laughs> um, I don't know, but it looks better, and I'm a graphics for so. Yeah. And the last thing I have, obviously, everybody knows I'm talking about black people all the time. I. I had been complaining about Tales of Arise because I was like, this is the palest fucking like cast I have ever seen. I am so sick of every JRPG just looking exactly like this. Like they're also similar. I didn't like any of the character designs. Um, And I just felt it was a lot of the same type of stuff. and then they finally showed some brown dude and i was like oh so you guys have the ability to do this i thought you were just like unable to shade in darker colors than pale uh but you can so now i am once again excited for tales of arise and that was it i didn't i can't tell you anything else that happened at the summer games fest except for that girl that was singing her song and some that song game was really good that's coming that out song was awesome. i did not like it at all oh i liked it you're telling me <laughs> it, was, it was chill you're telling me you didn't remember the Sonic Orchestra? God, Drill. Dude, that's the one thing I caught from that that I, cause I didn't even see Summer Games Fest. I'm so excited. I, I zoned I'm, out of that. I am so excited for the Sonic concert in the 23rd. They're playing Wait. music from like Sonic Unleashed. Dude, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic, Sonic Unleashed the best really, one. Okay, Sonic Unleashed, like it had a lot of problems, but its soundtrack was amazing. It was fun, yeah. It's I amazing. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, there was one more thing, actually. It was the Overwatch 2 skins um, that they showed off. I, first of all, I have big issues with Overwatch now being 5v5. I will not bring them up on the podcast as a whole nother conversation, but that's still trash to me. I think it's bullshit. Um, but it was really weird because I felt like Sombra... Did you guys see what Sombra looked like now? I, I was watching it, but I wasn't watching it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, she looks really like... Like she, she looks like she got a nose job. She looks really cartoony. She looks much less, and obviously they all look cartoony, but she looks much less realistic into like, she mm-hmm. looks like someone was like, let's fan service Sombra and make her uh. features more Caucasian than Mexican. 
And I was very turned off by the way that she looked. And Sombra used to be the character that I played the most. So those were the those were my shout outs. They added some brown guy to Tales of Arise. Sombra looks like a white woman pretending to be Mexican and Jeff Keeley. I'm not even, I don't even know. Who, I, Jeff Goldblum is awesome. Those are the takeaways. So now let's move on to E3. Obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, I would have asked Brandon, but Brandon was a little busy today, so you missed it. Um, I'm not ignoring him because some people think that I am ignoring people and I'm not. Like, that's not, not ignoring me. I, I legitimately could not see it. I was, I was awake. Okay. You didn't miss a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm getting that impression. I'm getting that impression. <laughs> t- so the thing is, you missed a lot. You probably just don't care about what you missed. Um, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Sekiro, Sekiro, and Dark Souls is what from software Elden Ring is, which is really cool to see. But I don't play this game, so I kind of lost a lot of interest in Elden Ring after I saw that. I was like, oh fuck, we, we, you, another we game give, I can't we, play. We got to give Gabe like two minutes to talk about these games next yeah, week. Yeah, he the said podcast. that there's a bunch of because um, this was it for him. Of lore stuff. Yeah, he was like, there's a bunch of Easter eggs and lore and blah, blah, blah. and I was like, okay, like go have your birthday goodbye. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to E3 2021. I am gonna talk about what's gonna be uh, presented each day, and then if you guys have anything that you want to say uh, prediction wise based on those presentations, let me know. Starting with Saturday, June twelfth, which is in two days. Tomorrow's Friday, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. So uh, starting with Saturday, June 12th, we're going to have the broadcast pre-show. Uh, Ubisoft Forward uh, is going to be happening. Gearbox E3 showcase is going to happen. And there's going to be a Games Beat session. So actually, one more thing that I forgot. The Tiny Tina's um, Gearbox mm. game thing from uh, uh, Summer Games Fest. I thought it was really cool because they have some really funny actors and actresses mm-hmm. in that. And I was like, okay, I actually want to hear these people make me fucking laugh because I know they're going to make me laugh. And plus, Wanda Ashley Sykes. Is great. I, I literally, I was like, Wanda Sykes, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm ready to play this game and have a have a fucking ball. And I'm wearing my Dungeons and Dragons shirt today because as people know or don't know, I've been uh, playing D&D for about five, six years now. So I'm super excited because that's, you know, Tiny Tina's based off of, uh, we should have a D&D session one of these days guys i've never played well no, i got neither. you i've been a dm for about five years so i have that means i have no idea what i'm doing so let's go <laughs> uh anyway yeah so we got ubisoft forward gearbox e3 game speed session and a pre-show what do you guys think anything any thoughts about what might uh happen there i'm only gonna really offer stuff on like ubi the ubi forward because i'm not really as familiar with the other ones um Oh, hold on. I got a message here. This meeting is a favorite the host now includes unlimited minutes. Well, th- thanks, okay. Zoom, for that message. Anyway, yeah. continuing what I was saying. Don't worry about that. Uh, so, um, obviously, we got to hear about that new Just Dance game, man. Because <laughs> of course. That, that's, oh, that's, you know what? You know what? They, they're so consistent with it, doing it every single year. It used to be something I was like, now I'm just kind of like, yes, concert. Like, come on, Ubisoft, I'm ready for your concert. Did but they just... do the dance number in 2019 like they usually do? Yeah. Probably did. They oh, do it every God. year. Every uh, Yearly, they'll just bring in a, a, a marching band or a musician or it's a so dance troupe. Are they going to release this one on the Wii as well? I hope you know, so. You know, I, 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 I still laugh about that last one, that last one. I think they finally, they finally discontinued the Wii ports. Is your prediction? <laughs> Like that last one was the first one that didn't sell well, which which is shocking to think because that up to 2018 backwards, the Wii ones were still selling well. But I think that was the first one that didn't. So like, oh, wow, I guess the Wii well is finally dry, I guess. 
Uh, so yeah, just dance. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are excited for Skull and Bones. I want to see more of it, but oh I don't God, think I it will. A lot of people have, but I think Ubisoft said that's not happening. We know that uh, unfortunately the Sands of Time is not going to be there because Ubi literally said that's not happening. That's which, for the best. Yeah, that game yeah. Is... Let it, let it, t- let it, let it cook. Let it cook. If it's not ready, just uh, you, you don't have to show it. But I really don't know what else. I mean, Far Cry Six will be uh, will be there for sure because you know that's their big release this year without an Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs game. But they could always see some future stuff. I know people want to see more beyond Gun Evil Two besides nothing. So that'd be cool, I guess. Um, that's pretty much it. Ubisoft always has like one or two surprises. Like a lot of Ubisoft games, I don't really play that often. If I'm being perfectly honest, but there's like sometimes they have something that really catches my interest mm-hmm. and when i look at it i was like "Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll play that and i do and it usually ends up being pretty fun so looking looking forward to being surprised i guess is the takeaway from my predictions on that they don't have anything on assassin's creed right like they haven't said anything about assassin's creed uh, skipping, this year they're skipping this year so yeah which is good which i'm glad they got into the habit of like not having to do an assassin's creed every single year i think mm-hmm. the series has been a lot better for it people love valhalla People love Origins before that. Like it's been I'm on the up. People. It's 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 it's, cool. it's well the people who like Assassin's Creed, I should say. It's been the series has been more more on the up and up since they let some years go un you know unfilled. Uh, Sterling Grayson, anything? Do you care about anything here? Um, Any the, yeah. The uh, stuff that uh, Brandon mentioned that like isn't showing up is the only stuff from Ubisoft that I care about. Like. Skull and Bones and Prince of Persia is the only stuff I'm like mildly interested in. Um, I I think it'd be really cool, and I think there's a big chance that we could see at the Ubisoft show um, Mario and Rabbids two because they did that for the first game, right? And it, it was super cool. Like that moment in E3 history was was just like one of the most emotional. Like when it showed the the director of that game like crying because he was so happy that the game got to be made like that still makes me tear up i hope we kind of get that sort of moment again and that, that was a good moment that miyamoto was saying that he liked the game and so yeah it was so the creator of this game was just like tearing up yeah it's 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 an e3 moment for sure it's a, it's a memorable e3 moment it uh because you know the first game sold so well and nintendo said they were really happy with the final product so there's no way we won't get a sequel right there's so many things they could they could uh, do further with that franchise. It's the only Switch game that goes on sale that has Mario in it. Yeah, Which literally. It's the only <laughs> one ever. <laughs> because it's actually an Ubisoft game. Somebody yeah. said to me the other day, they're like, oh, Mario Rabbids never goes on sale. And I was like, are you on what? It's like $5 right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you get the, they're giving yeah. it away. Oh, it's because they're preparing true. you for part two. For the sequel. That's, that's, true, that's, that's true. That's true. That's true. It is going on a really low sale right now, like lower than <laughs> usual. So you know, you know, he may be on something there. I'm sorry, uh, Grayson. Uh, I was gonna say the one that Sterling just said, the Mario and Rabbit. So um, I was also thinking about uh, Rayman because they haven't had a Rayman game in a very long time. So that would be That's a true. cool surprise to see mm-hmm. because I like Brendan was saying. I, I do like when Ubisoft does like things that aren't um, something that you would expect you know it's not the assassin's creed it's not the big you know these big temple franchises that we see all the time so i'm excited to hopefully see some like little indie type games from them what yeah. was like, that game child um, of light you're thinking of Mm-mm. 
but that was a good one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's something. No, like that. it's the one that just came out. A Watchdogs Legion. Oh, right? oh god, oh, yeah, forgot that exists. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> I think we can move on to Sunday, uh, unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about there. Uh, Gearbox. I don't know what Gearbox is gonna do. I feel like they showed off their thing today, so I guess and we'll. I- They'll probably go in depth, I think, right? Of the of that Tina game. And maybe I mean, talk about them the Borderlands some gameplay. Movie. Randy Pitchford yeah. said they've been making that game for 10 years. That's insane, man. Wait, what? That, yeah, Randy Pitchford. Uh, there's a quote from him saying they've wow. been working on the Tiny Tina game for 10 years now. That is bonkers. That's crazy. Yeah. But it's not um, even a Borderlands game. Gearbox, uh, they did the uh, Godfall, right? Do you think we'll see something from that? Is that done? No, am I thinking of something else? No, I think it is. Yeah, I, I'm pretty they sure they published it. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's counterplay games, I think, or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see something, some content for that. No, I'm. I feel like Godfall is mine. Yeah, <laughs> like I love to. Okay, let me say that I, I loved it. Of. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Gearbox published it. I okay. loved it. I played it with Gabe. I played it with some other people, and. Uh, I loved it, loved it, and I'm so sad that it's gone. It was uh, it was such a great time for me. It's personally. still here. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's done. Uh, but what is not done is this E3 list because we're gonna look on Saturday, June thirteenth. Segway gone. Um, and they're gonna be presenting Twenty Four Entertainment's Naraka Blade Point, the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase, Square Enix, Warner Bros. Games Back for Blood, the PC mm-hmm. Gaming Show, and the Future Games Show. Uh, I know we got some predictions for these, so yeah, let me have. All right, all right. Let's start with Xbox and Bethesda, I guess. Um, so I'm excited because this is their first like joint conference, like. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like the Bethesda conferences, they, they they've had how many Bethesda conferences? There's been like maybe four, five, six of them at this point. Something like does that sound like uh, an like? Uh, anyway, I feel like it's like three or four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let, let, let's let, let's great. let's let's be generous and say four. I remember liking one of the Bethesda conferences, even though I'm not a huge Bethesda fan. But like after, and I think that was their first one that they did. They realized yeah. they had enough games to do a Bethesda conference. And I remember coming out of it being like, wow, that was actually pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to play these games because I don't have personal interest. But that was an interesting conference to watch. I enjoyed it. And then the other three years happened, and it was clear that they had nothing to announce, really. Mobile but games. They, but but the, Except mobile games. And then they just kept doing it. So, so now that Microsoft has bought Bethesda and they're just kind of sharing the conference, I think it's going to end up being uh it's gonna end up being beneficial for both of them because it's gonna make both of Xbox, microsoft and um, bethesda look like they got more than they may or may not have but that's i think that's just that's just gonna help because bethesda was like struggling with their solo conferences and microsoft is very much all about style without actually having a lot of stuff so you know um i guess we get to see more forza because we fucking love cars unfortunately unfortunately because this is not a live show we're not going to have the usual guy comes into the stage shows off this fucking good car before showing showing gameplay of forza unfortunately that's not going to happen we're just going to get forza gameplay and it's going to suck because we didn't see the cool car in the beginning and i want to be i want to point out real quick that it's much like the Just Dance thing, where 
it was something that I used to hate, but then they just kept doing it. So now it became something that I expect. And we're not going to get it this year because actually now that I think about it, we're probably not going to get the Just Dance thing either because, you know, they'll, they'll have the dancers like come into the stage and, and do their thing. No, that's not going to happen this year unless they have a recorded concert. Yeah, they film like a music video or something. Yeah. Hey, you know some what? Some random they, celebrity guest. If they no. do that, I'll be happy. And same thing with Forrest. If they have a pre-recorded guy coming with a car, I guess I'll be happy with that too. I I have never played a Forza game. I just enjoy these segments for what they are. I okay. You know, was, what's up? the issue with um, the Bethesda thing is it, it's always the the way they present it. It's always, like you said, it's the same thing every year. It's mm-hmm. it's um. The first year they had like good announcements. Now it's like everyone's just waiting for Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six, and they bring some guy out. They try to appeal to people by being like hip and cool by getting someone to say fuck once or twice, and then they drag out friggin' Todd Howard for like five minutes, and he says like something meme and that that's about it. And like oh. I'm glad you bring that up too because <laughs> he calls someone a degenerate. It's you know, bingo bango done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad you bring that up because um <laughs> I remember uh, I'm sure this is this seems like ancient history to everyone, but remember when Fallout 76 hadn't come out and there was a lot of people who were, you know, apprehensive but excited for that game. Todd Howard was, was really presenting himself as a celebrity in that conference because he would just keep coming out and talking up the game, talking up the game really giving you the impression that this was going to be this like amazing game when it finally came out. And even me who had no interest in playing Fallout 76 was listening to this and was interested. I just wanted to hear what he was going to say next about the game. And, you know, of course it came out and, you know, that's, that's a whole nother podcast on its own, but you know, at least he was pretty good at talking it up that he didn't show up for the next, I mean, he was, he was there briefly in the next Bethesda conference saying like, how so many people enjoy the game. Thank you for being patient. It's like, huh? I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 As far as actual predictions for, um, for Xbox slash Bethesda, I mean, like you said, we'll see, we'll see more Starfield. I, I, I well, well, we might see more we'll Starfield. See Starfield. Yeah. We'll yeah, see like, it, we'll yeah. see something of Starfield. It yeah. won't it, it will be more than the logo, I guess. And of course, you know, because the game was supposed to have already come out, uh Halo Infinite, I'm sure will be make an appearance on the stage. I'd be very surprised if it if it wasn't there. I'd like to see how it got updated because I know they had to like, you know, let it cook a little more. I wonder if they're gonna do like a sorry, I wonder if they're gonna do like a what they did with Elden Ring, right? Like wait until it's a, almost ready, like we'll only have to wait six months before it comes out. And then they'll just be like, you know, it's coming out, you know, the January we'll or February see. or some shit. That would be nice because I was very surprised by Elden Ring coming out January. I was like, Oh, what do I play? Pokemon or Elden Ring? What do I do? The answer is obviously Pokemon. They have they haven't um announced a release window for Halo or they haven't At all. They just said twenty twenty one. That's all I don't said. even did they? Did they completely say 2021? Uh, fall sounds about right, actually. But um, yeah, because I, I feel like people expected to come out in November for some reason. They must have said something. That, that might yeah, be. That like, might be right. I feel like they kind of like not have to show it, but it's like they don't really have much going on right now in terms of like exclusive, like Microsoft first party games, you know. So I think it's just like we have to see how this game looks like, you know. Yeah, I, you, I something. It doesn't. If it's going to come out this year, you know. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like it doesn't, it does. Yeah. If it's going to come out this year, they definitely have to show it. And I've, I'm a big fan of like letting games take their time so they can actually come out good. But given that this game really was like supposed to be like their big launch title and that the, you know, they made the right choice and delayed it. Like um, I still want them to release it when it's done, when it's ready, Yeah. but they also got to like get the house <laughs> too, because it, it really, it really, it really is such a crucial yeah. game to the xbox series equation in my opinion so like hopefully it comes soon a a lot of xbox fans you know picked up an xbox at launch because they wanted to play halo halo was on still on those uh, console boxes if you bought one at launch and that was the the crazy thing it's (laughs) but yeah those are my predictions for xbox and bethesda um pc gaming i'm gonna go to square next in a second but pc gaming show i i always like get tired during like it's the first they gotten better, I will say, when I have to like you watch them for like coverage, but they're so dry. Like I <laughs> I listen to them and I'm just like terrified. Well, you needed to get more variety for your guests. All we care about is Japanese stuff like Square Enix <laughs> and Nintendo. And it, you know the sad part is that includes me. <laughs> yeah. like, me as well. well i remember there was that one pc gaming show where they i think they had they, they took that into consideration and then they showed off that hey yakuza kiwami one and two and zero are all coming to pc and they had like i think i don't know who it was it was like someone from sega that was showing that off it was like oh oh wow really oh and now of course every yakuza game is on pc but this is like when they were first coming to pc at that oh wow this is actually pretty cool pretty cool deal um what else warner brothers back for blood i mean I'm interested to see more for Back for Blood because, I mean, I would like to play that game. And, uh, yeah, the last big thing of that day is the Square Enix thing. Oh, boy, they could do for a lot for Square Enix. That's like, yeah. Well, I mean, really quick, before you say that, yeah, yeah, we do know that they're doing Babylon's Fall, Life is Strange, True Colors, and Marvel's Avengers. Yes, we do. We know all that. I'm looking forward to seeing some more Babylon's Fall for sure because I've been streaming that game since they first like teased it way back when. Um, definitely i don't want to see too much of life is strange true colors that's not really a game that you want to show off too much because of how story driven it is um so you know a little tease just to remind people that it's coming is would be nice but hopefully not too much in depth marvel's adventures has been on an upward slope for his entire career so hopefully this wakanda dlc that they show off really shows how much the game is improving because upward slope i feel like it was I feel like it was dead in the water as soon as it released. (laughs) Marvel's Avengers needs to do more shrines so it can get to the top of the mountain. The thing is, people do love that game. Like, there are a lot of people who are really invested in that game. And am I going to be playing it when Black Panther comes out? Yes, because he's black and I'm going to play it. So are they going to get some more of my money? Yeah, definitely. Are they going to put new bosses in the game, though? Like, No. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's Black Panther. It doesn't matter. Also, oh, yeah. we're gonna get Spider Man eventually. I don't know if that's eventually if the budget doesn't run out. Yeah, if the if they if they keep the money. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the announced stuff. As far as one of the things they could announce, like you know, because they said there is and more, right? Um, I'm really hoping for Final Fantasy 16 or just like a trailer. I don't expect that to release this year. If I'm being perfectly honest, that's fine. But I want to see. I still want to mm-hmm. see it though. I just want to see it. There's that leak about this this uh, um, Souls like Final Fantasy game that's supposed to be coming. Oh yeah, I'd like to see what that is. If it's real, if it's real, and what it's gonna look like, that would be neat. 
Um, I get they're probably not going to touch Dragon Quest as much because they literally did that presentation like last week, so I don't mm. see that being there at all. Maybe maybe they'll touch on it like real briefly, but no, I don't see that really having a presence there. Um, I know some people are saying Kingdom Hearts. I don't think we're going to see oh, any Kingdom Hearts I know. stuff I, there. I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, I want it, but I know it's probably. Not I, I want yet. it, but it's 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 think... too soon. And yeah. they said this is kind of be like a Kingdom Hearts break year. So, mm. I, so I'm, I don't. I, I'm not gonna. I'll of course Great. be happy if we do. But I'm not gonna expect a, a damn thing from Kingdom Hearts this year to get my to not be disappointed. Yeah, be cool if they. Yeah, just JRPGs, give them to me. I like it. Sixteen, please. I just want to see sixteen again. It's crazy that. Oh, never mind. I've I've said everything for that day. Whoever wants to go next, I will. And the reason I'm gonna go next is because I I had this entire list of video games that I was looking forward to from Xbox, like all their um, first party new titles, including like Everwild and Tell Me Why oh, and a bunch of other Everwild, games. yeah. Um, uh, what is that game? Uh, Fable, is it? Fable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you know they they showed us a little bit of fable they showed us a little bit of everwild they showed us a bunch of a few seconds of a ton of games that are supposed to be coming out so my assumption and prediction is that we're finally gonna see some hopefully we're gonna see some release dates for a lot of those um and but that's the i don't care what they do i like i have no prediction i, I don't know i guess they're gonna go up there and do what sterling said again and it doesn't excite <laughs> me that they're partnered with xbox because i don't care <laughs> like they i think they specifically mentioned that they were gonna ensure that like xbox and bethesda have their own separate um conferences right like they're yeah. gonna be they're like it's like xbox presents bethesda but bethesda is gonna have their own like well uh conference section yeah if i may offer just like uh i don't even know if it's necessarily accounted for because i do kind of agree with your statement about not caring that much about bethesda but i want to just offer this real quick in regards to them like linking up um it's related to something that kelly had actually said in a few a few podcasts ago where she said she appreciates e3 because you know, if you're not a Nintendo fan, you're not going to watch a Nintendo Direct, for example, right? If you're not a Sony fan, you may not watch the State of Play, etc. for any other company that you're talking about. What E3's power does is because if, if all the game announcements are consolidated into one place, you're more likely to watch something even if it's not something you're necessarily interested in. And I think with Xbox and Bethesda coming together in their conference... Um, a lot of people that were, I guess, that like really like Bethesda games and weren't watching anything else are now going to see some Xbox announcements, whether they want to or not, and vice versa. And that might get more. Well, let me ask you this, Jarrell. If you didn't, if we, if we did not work at a gaming website and had to watch these things for coverage, would you personally watch Bethesda? Yes. You would. Yes. Even though you're not interested in the game. Hundred percent. Okay. Do you think? Uh, okay. I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't expect that answer. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like 100%. I would watch it just because there might eventually be something that I care about from Bethesda. Like okay. the, the, the only, the reason I made that face is because I agree with that argument, but I don't agree with it for Xbox and Bethesda because we know they're going to be separate. So like you can yes. literally tune out completely to Xbox and then just wait until you see a familiar face or a familiar logo or an announcement that they're going to oh, yeah. do. But that's for any um, conference though. Yeah, so like I, I don't see this doing that. I, I think Yeah, it'll, it'll, in that in your case it'll be just the same. If it's interesting you would interest you if it doesn't, it doesn't. It's just I'm actually happy about it just because it means it's one less conference to watch, I guess. It's like, not, not even I, <laughs> not, not, that, not that I oh, just you mean like, like a conference, time? obviously because 
Well, no, well, at the same time, I guess, because, you know, they, they didn't really specify, like, it's the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. They didn't really specify, like, okay, for this half hour, it's going to be Xbox, this hour, Bethesda, whatever. You get, uh, and I'm assuming they'll be, you know, divided once the actual thing they starts. They did say that but, it was going to be separate. Oh, I'm 100% separate? sure they did say it was going to be, like, separate. Well, then shit, you're right, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's basically the same thing, let's uh, combine it. Well, damn, I didn't know that detail. I didn't know that detail. So I guess it's the same thing then. Because I'm pretty sure like people were asking about it on Twitter. Um, but, uh, the Specifically, like, is... Because I think they announced Bethesda first. Mm-hmm. And then people... No, I think that... Whatever, it doesn't matter. I don't want to go on that tangent. Um, PC Gaming Show... I'm going to just move on. PC Gaming Show... Because <laughs> I'm getting yeah. Is... Um, I, I think they're going to do something cool for once. I don't know why. I feel like they're going to probably be like, here it comes. We're finally going to get Final Fantasy VII Remake on PC or some shit like that. Um, and, and maybe like yeah. pull on the fact that you have Kingdom Hearts on PC. Not saying that they're going to announce a new one, but I really feel like now because a lot of you know Sony exclusives are coming to PC, now is the time where they can really capitalize on like, oh, hey, God of War is going to come and Horizon Zero Dawn's on the way and you know Near Replicant maybe is uh, in the process. I think this is their time to be able to grab a bunch of those uh, first party titles that aren't on PC yet and really capitalize on the fact that they're coming to PC. And that could definitely be the moment where we find out that, um, you know, like, for example, if they do mention that Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming, that's that's when we'll finally know that, hey, this exclusivity is finally over because mm-hmm. obviously they extended it another six months with uh, inter- intermission intergrade. Um, so that would be a big mm-hmm. deal potentially because I know a lot of people were assuming that we were going to get FF7 on, on like Game Pass or Xbox or something a few months ago when the exclusivity uh, originally ended and they were like, nah, fuck y'all, we got another six months. So it'd be really interesting to see what happens after that. Um, Square Enix, I wrote, I was so invested in Babylon's Fall. I wrote this article like two years ago when it was first announced um, mm-hmm. where I literally went through that entire video and I paused every section and I read every single part of the lore and I made this huge timeline from the beginning of Babylon's Fall to like the end of it. And uh, that's how invested I was in that. And that took a very long time because like literally the, the words like go by and disappear. And I was like, fuck whoever made this. Um, but I did a, a, I'm really, really excited for that. I don't expect too many big announcements for... Um, Final Fantasy just because we just got Intergrade and you know uh, uh, we know that 16's on the horizon um, I'm assuming that PlayStation will probably have 16 more so than Square Enix because usually Square Enix has um, they usually have their other titles like they don't usually present big um, Final Fantasy except for Final Fantasy 7 usually they'll, they'll have those those uh, presentations at like PlayStation's conference, right? And then we'll have like a, a state of play where we'll get, hey, here's 15 minutes of Final Fantasy 16. Um, and then they'll talk about things like Life is Strange and uh, Final Fantasy 14 and, you know, a bunch of Square Enix subsidiaries, like maybe the tomb, we're going to get more information on the Tomb Raider 25th anniversary stuff. Like, what is that coming to other things? So uh, I think, I think they're going to use this Square Enix presentation to do some of their non-Final Fantasy related stuff and non-JRPG um, stuff. And mm-hmm. then we just wait to see, you know, what, if, 
if and when PlayStation does something closer to a release date and um, Xbox, yeah, like I said, I think they're just going to show me all the games that I've been waiting for, like Everwild, Please, and Fable and everything else on the list that I've lost. And I'm done. <laughs> uh, Grace, go. Uh, yeah, I mean, for Xbox and Bethesda, I don't really have much to say. Honestly, I don't, I don't think there's any Bethesda games I actually like that much. Uh, I don't have an Xbox or PC, so yeah. But yeah, I think they're going to just hopefully you know blow the lid off some of these games that they've been keeping tight um hopefully like everwild and uh what is that uh god what is that game coming to playstation that's uh it's an arc- uh what's it called is that arcane i think you have something else. yes i think it is arcane with the dinosaurs death loop no death loop is that but that's not bethesda right arcane death loop is arcane i think okay okay never mind i'm i'm completely yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Saving a PC gaming sh- PC gaming show. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know what they're gonna do. I don't really care. So Square Enix, you know, what we're all really excited for here. Um, yeah, I'm excited about Life is Strange. I really like Life is Strange. Like uh, Brandon was saying, I don't think they really need to show more or that much. Just show a little trailer, a few minutes of a <gasps> oh story. But sorry, <laughs> I just. I, I was thinking about uh i'm so sorry to cut you off i was thinking about uh okay. life is strange and i was so excited because i was like oh finally we have like this woman of color that's going to be a part of the uh not, not finally because i know that these games do that um but it was because of Forspoken that i remembered that they did the right. square enix presentation and i was so excited because i was like look at these two poc women that are heading these huge video games and i would be really happy if I got a little bit more information on Forspoken. Sorry. I just, I yeah. like, I was, oh. when you said Life is Strange, I was like, oh my God, Forspoken. That's the game I want. I was going to bring out Forspoken too, because that's the Square Enix game that I'm ex- very excited to see more mm-hmm. of. That game looks so sick. That game it's looks beautiful. very cool. Like for an, a new great. IP from Square Enix, like, and it's not like super Japanese, you know, it's more like, it seems more like a Western experience, you know, with the main character being like, how do I explain it like more she's she seems like she's very like us very relatable like mm-hmm. young adult that's just on this fantasy epic adventure and that game looks so incredible every time they show it so I don't know if we're gonna get that because I think we just saw we just saw some recently right like some gameplay during uh what, the last screen it looked like yeah, yeah. it looked like early gameplay to be fair like a, yeah that game is far like, out yeah, yeah I... The game's I mean they, I feel like okay. they keep showing the same things over and over that again. was the first thing we've seen though yeah but don't forget twice, though. even though square enix shows gameplay early on for their games they usually have like 10 year life like dev cycles like we saw like final fantasy versus 13 slash 15 gameplay like yeah 10 years 12 12 years um, ago excuse me sterling Naoki Yoshida specifically said that the reason that he was showing off FF16 stuff is because fans complain about how they show something and then they take years and years before they do it and they specifically do not want to do that with Final Fantasy 16. That's so- that's true. Oshima Oshima was like had t- taken in that criticism and was like careful to like you know, and that's why he showed that so. gameplay specifically. It was like, I want people mm. to know that we are actually actively working on this. It's not going to be one of those uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 versus Kingdom Hearts 3 lifespans, you know? Good, good. Good. Yeah. I'm Plus, glad. the man's amazing. I mean, so I'm going to defend him because I love him. <laughs> I love you. Marry me. 
I am single. Um, as far as other Square Enix stuff, yeah, I, I don't think we'll see Kingdom Hearts, like Brandon was saying, which is disappointing. I feel like it's been a it's it's been a while since we have like a core Kingdom Hearts experience. You know, it's been two <laughs> years, over two years. Has it? Okay. Well, I guess that we had we, we got we That's got a long time. I was just gonna well, say Melody Melody memory. memory. Yeah, yeah Melody like, well, but, gave more info. But, but the DLC did yeah. come out early 2020, so it hasn't been that long. Yeah, Grayson, yeah, I feel like I we are. This is the most Kingdom Hearts we've gotten in years. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I don't. I didn't really like the DLC that much, and I didn't like damn. Melody's memory that. I mean, it was it was just fine. It was just a rhythm game. I mean, it's not. It wasn't like one of my favorite games ever. It just. It's I just odd. played it to see the the, the story second... stuff, which I forgot at this point because I remember <laughs> uh, Grayson, what happens. The but. second best, or uh, second or third best, uh, video game soundtrack belongs to the Kingdom Hearts series. That's true. So I'm so sad very good. that you just... said that you were not interested in that. <laughs> and, and you could say Melody Memory has like one of the best soundtracks because it just has all the songs. Exactly. It's not a, li- it's not a lie. So. Exactly. Um, I will not say number one and number three because I don't want people to come after me. But <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is a solid two. I feel like I'm forgetting like a major Square Enix franchise that I can't think of right now. But um, Hey, yeah. is there a possibility that something can happen with Tomb Raider? Like I haven't really followed the series yeah, that closely. Was... Did they announce oh, wow. that they're doing a new three, like a new? Um, they announced Tomb Raider uh, game. Lara Croft what? coming what? to a lot of different stuff for the anniversary, the 25th anniversary. That's right. That's right. That's what it was. Yes, because I was like two. But they did not announce a new game. Hmm. But okay. maybe we'll see. But maybe we'll see more of those other announcements at Square Enix, whatever they end up being. Yeah, it's not that I even want one because the the trilogy. I felt like that was enough Tomb Raider for mm-hmm. a while because each, with each game, I, I kind of disliked. I started to kind of get bored of doing the same thing over and over again. The first game, I, I love the first Tomb Raider reboot. Oh that game God, is incredible. Yeah. I know Jarrell, you like it too. I love that game so much. The first two were fine. Uh, I mean, the last, the sequels are fine. But um, yeah, I think we can have a few years off for that that core Tomb Raider series. I'm literally yeah, I mean, just that, I don't waiting. Know. I'm just waiting because I am obsessed with War of the Visions. For anyone who doesn't know, that is my mobile game of choice. And Lara Croft needs to come so that I can pull for her and get her in my mobile Hurry the she, fuck up! And, and I need a gunner. She, she, uh, yeah, she, she should be coming anytime now. They're sort of putting in so many non-Final Fantasy Square characters in 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 War of the Visions. So I feel like she's coming soon. Did you say that there was a Life of the Strange character? That was in Brave Exvius. That was in regular Brave Life of Strange okay. character um, in the Final Fantasy mobile game. I don't, I don't, I don't remember if it's um Life is Strange. I think it was oh. uh. What is that game? Uh, 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 that fake Uncharted Just Cause? Oh my god, I did not say that. Right, it was Just Cause. It was <laughs> I did ju- not call Just Cause a fake Uncharted, but I didn't say that. Um, hey, but yeah, Just different. Cause character did make it into Brave Exvius, I remember Yeah, that. and they just and did full metal characters and Alphonse, yeah. uh, whatever their last name is. Um, yeah, Brothers, I yeah. just, I have them. I, I got them in my game. Go me, I got that pull. It was one time, I'm that lucky. But I don't think the characters the were, were there too. So yeah, they've had no, they're 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 in the Japanese one. Okay, I'm sorry, this is totally tangent. Uh, Sterling Saturday. Um the first one Xbox and Bethesda. I mean Sunday. Uh, what? Wait, what? I said Sunday. Saturday, I meant Sunday. Oh. oh yeah, this is Sunday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um the one thing I'm really looking forward to from Xbox is something we've already mentioned. But the very first game I wrote about in my gaming journalism career was Fable. It was like, oh, wow. the rumors were like even going that many years ago in like 2018, I think it was. 
and I want that game so bad. I what 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 Jarrell? Why are you doing that? Because you're such a baby. You said 2018, and I was like, oh my god, I've been doing this for so long. It started with like 2018. <laughs> oh my god, you're such a child. I love it. I think I was like 20, 21 at that age. So oh my god, I was 23. <laughs> Wild. Um. Yeah. I I just really want Fable. I want it to be a real like return to form. I think the first game is is the best by far. Um. And you know the the genre that it's in of like the open world, like choice based adventure, like that genre has gone so far and fable could learn a lot from other games. Uh, Bethesda. The only thing I'd personally be interested in is elder scrolls six and I'm not that interested in it. So, but we're not seeing that that's not coming anytime soon. We're going to see Starfield way before that. Um, I was going to ask you real fast before you go to what, what do you, what's like the appeal of fable? Like, what do you think is like, like what's it, so good about it? Kind of. To me, like the reason why I like games like Skyrim, the whole, like, you know, every playthrough is different. I kind of attribute that with fable. Like I played fable way before elder scrolls and it was just the, the fun of the RPG mechanics of like leveling up your character with like magic and skill and strength and, and definitely the like British humor to it, which it, okay. it's like it's hard to describe. It's just like you know, a, it has a certain sorry, go style. Ahead. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say because uh, like about late last year, I had played Fable for the first time because I was doing a, a, a article series of Marissa, so she was playing it, replaying her Fable because she had played the first one and the second one I think quite often, and I had never tried them, so I was like, well. Oh, all right, let me just try Fable, see how it is. It's a, it's certainly a very unique game. I will get, I will 100% give it that. It's, I haven't quite played an action RPG quite like it. Like uh, Sterling said, there's a lot of humor to that kind of, to that game. Um, you can make your playthroughs wildly different with the different um, uh, choices you make and the different weapons you can get as well. It's something I would definitely like recommend taking like a look at because it's, it's something I didn't. Ex- if I'm being perfectly honest, I didn't expect to like it, but I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I than I ended up thinking I would. Yeah, I I just really you know it was a when I got my first Xbox, that was like the first game I got. It was very near and dear to my heart. Uh, same with like you guys, PC gaming show. I could not give you like a single thing to say about it. Like, just don't. Oh, PC there's game. one prediction I can make from the PC. I'm sorry that I just didn't remember. No, go ahead. We're going to see some PC parts and chips, man. <laughs> that always happens. If you like, like, they, they, like, they'll have someone come with a big ass chip that I know nothing about, and they'll just, and the host will be just like stopping himself from salivating over the damn machine and saying, like, what it's going to do for your, for your PC. And I'm like, what? What is these words you were saying? I don't get it. You so know, that's gonna happen at the PC gaming show. You know, usually I would agree with you that that's not that interesting. But I think with the way the production has been and people really trying to get specific graphic cards and uh, the issues with being able to create PCs because of production issues in Japan and you know uh, tariffs and all the all the bullshit. I think mm. now is the time where people will actually be invested in seeing those types of things. You're very. You're absolutely right. But I hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right, but I still think it's trash. I hate watching that shit. <laughs> we are for one hundred percent correct. I just yeah. Sterling. Um <gasps> Phoenix. Yeah. I am just so 
disappointed in you boys. How could you not mention the possibility of Final Fantasy 13 trilogy getting a remaster? Come on. Like we all stand that game. We all love the shit out of it. You're very right. You're very, that's don't. very true. That, it's because I don't see it happening. Yeah, I all. know. Like, <laughs> too good to come. Too, too good to be true. It's like that is like crazy. I trilogy of all three games. I mean, maybe. Oh, do I don't believe. Effect. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's, be- that's true. That's true. I don't believe in it, but at the same time, it's like Square Enix goes so hard into remasters and like to a degree remakes, right? Mm-hmm. And. They've, you know, they've literally like re-released seven. They remastered eight. They re-released nine. They remastered ten, twelve. Like, uh, like the Legend of Mana games and those Saga games, like all yeah. these little games. Bruh, yeah, even Saga Frontier for. was so crazy. I was like, what? Like, I've heard of this game one time because I was playing it with someone, and then when I did that, I was like, what the fuck? But the difference is, um, you know, 13, I still think is way too modern to be one of those games that they're actually looking at to be able to, yeah, um, remaster, but also because we have that, you know, high def version on Xbox, on Xbox, right? yeah. So it would that. be like the I, I don't port to the other versions, it would only be for PlayStation pretty much, and PC, yeah, it, maybe it Switch. PC? I don't know. If it's on That's what we need a switch port. Or, yeah, yes, actually, yeah. yeah. It, they you were on no. switch. It was on, oh it was on 360. Oh, my God. No. I mean, do not put Final Fantasy XIII on switch. No. Why not? I, I, will, I refuse to allow people to do that. That is unacceptable. <laughs> I don't care. I will. It, yeah. I will call Square Enix myself. That's the game works. I want, like remastered, like to look a little bit better than what it originally looked like. Twelve works on, on the Switch. Switch. It'll look kind of like because it's because of the art style. I think of Twelve, it yeah. works on Switch. Thirteen's art style is way too like high tech performance wise. Yeah. Like it is. It's very realistic. It's it's super fast. Like uh, you guys know, combat in Thirteen is super quick. Like the the the. If, I don't want to talk shit about Pokemon Ar- Ar- Arceus, Arceus, or like Arceus. any other game that's on Switch, Arceus. like Breath of the Wild or anything else that hiccups, because um, I know mm. people are going to come for me. But the last thing I want is for my fluid ass motion of 13 that I remember being beautiful to be ruined by some shitty ass frame rates as I play handheld on Nintendo Switch. Unacceptable. Yeah. Go ahead, Sterling. Right, I'm sorry. Just, just ruining my dreams over here. No big <laughs> deal. If that, hap- if that literally happens, I would just like, I would just close the stream, like close my last <laughs> and just like lay That's in it. my bed. E3's over. Just... So you yes. close. So you would okay. What if they, what if well, okay? Here's a hypothetical. What if they? You guys, do you guys remember? Do you guys remember Nino Cooney ref of the White Witch? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the first game. game they did something really interesting. They did Nino Cooney ref of the White Witch to Nintendo Switch and. Nino Cooney, Ref of the White Witch, remastered for PlayStation 4. So you basically got to choose, do you want to play the exact same PS3 game on handheld or do you want a better version that's on PS4? I mean, that's literally if, what they... If they do that, I'll be fine. As long as I get my game on PS5. Yeah. The Switch, they want to play it on Switch? Play it on Switch. No. But it's not acceptable. <laughs> you can't have it on Switch. It's No, I won't let you. I just can't, because a lot of those locations I'm thinking of They're now are just so really like beautiful big. and like it's not an open world, so maybe. It could oh, I'm thinking about Grand Pulse. Like, I'm thinking about Grand Pulse. Like it is huge. Oh, you had yeah, the, that, you know, that like mm-hmm. elephant thing shit that you find. Out of like, man toys. Yes, like how is yeah, that? Yeah, because a, a game like Xenoblade can make that work because the, the visual style. But Final Fantasy 13 is not does not look like Xenoblade. 
yeah. chronicles, you know. I'd love that yeah. this just well, turned into a Final Fantasy 13 love. 13 game. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> like, what screen is gonna show? Not 13, but let us tell you why we love it. Uh someone's got to. Exactly. I, I agree with you guys, so I don't think we're gonna see I would like I, I I'd be hard pressed to think we're gonna see 16. Uh with integrate like coming today, like we're probably not gonna see seven part two. If we do, it'd be like a tiny teaser at the end of, of a little something. But again, like a teaser for a part two would be a little a little weird because that teaser for the first game, like in 2015, was already so big and prevalent. Like we know a part two is already coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not that big into Tomb Raider like you guys per se. Uh, I'm, I'm not as jazzed either about their, their what? What? What, Jero? You said, like, big into Tomb Raider. I just like the reboot. That's it. Like, I'm not, like, big into Tomb Raider. I don't care about her coming to anything else, honestly. Okay. Um, Why are you yelling at me? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not, like, I played the first Life is Strange, and then I was kind of done. Like, I was just, it was... I'd, I'd, play, I'd play the sequels. I would. It's just I wasn't as interested in them. I, I got so invested in the first game and their characters, and then it was just like, boom, done. So I, I understand that. Yeah. It, I, what, I like what? the first one more than the, the sequels and everything. Um, a special place in my heart. Yeah, exactly. You know. Whatever. <laughs> I'll fight you, Drew. I I, I, I do want to ask um... you guys though. Oh yeah, what's up? Oh, I was going to ask Sterling. Did, did you play the, the game at launch, like the first Life is Strange? Or did you like waste I, like years? I think I played it close to launch. Like I Probably. definitely played it like back in the day when I was in like fucking high okay, school. Okay. It just feels very dated. Cause I, I I was replaying it like a few weeks ago, months ago. I was like, oh, this game looks really. It's like so stiff, like the animations and stuff. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, sorry, Jarrell. What were you gonna say? Yep. Oh. Wait, can wait, wait. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um. Oh God. Oh, a very quick tangent. Uh, Black for Blood, I'm super excited for, but I don't even think I need to see more of it, honestly. I feel like that video that they showed us of like the character introductions and uh, the different infected that we'll be fighting was pretty much good. Um, So I I don't know what else they (laughs) Yeah, like it's (laughs) better left for dead and I'm super excited for it. I don't know what else they're going to show us. Uh, A very quick tangent because I feel like we're moving all along here pretty swiftly. uh, speaking of Final Fantasy VII Remake um, Part Two specifically being uh, and Integrate being specific for PS5, uh, Sterling and Grayson, I would love your opinion on that. Do you think that that's okay? Do you um, not think it's okay? Like, how do you feel about uh, Part Two and uh, Remake going forward being PS5 exclusive? Uh, I personally think it's okay. I just I, I feel like people would have would know that eventually those games are going to have to be going to these next gen slash modern consoles, whatever you want to call them now, uh, especially if it's going to be in three or more parts or whatever is going to happen with it. I think eventually, you know, it's time to drop the older consoles. As far as like this DLC being exclusive, that's something I kind of feel like could be a problem because uh, this is almost just like an, it's an expansion of like, you know, the part one and people who own part one on PS4 do not have access to this DLC. And I feel like that's kind of an issue, especially since people can't get PS5s right now. 
and probably won't be able to for the next year or so. So it sucks that because if I if I wasn't able to get a PS5 now, I'd be very upset that I can't play this UFI DLC and have to wait a long time. So I guess totally see the issue there. But yeah, so. <laughs> if you waited a long time, you would probably end up saving money by buying a compilation. Yeah, I'm sure they'll bundle that in together. That's true. It's just the fact that they can't play it when it's out. You know, that always sucks when people aren't able to access a game that's just out. But the game looks really good, so I'm like, oh, I'm glad that they kind of focus on making that PS5, I mean, making the PS5 so it can look and play as good as, as as it does. And it really is just like incredible. It looks so good. So. Uh, yeah but they probably could have done it on the ps4 to be honest oh no don't you dare <laughs> i won't go into how i feel about that because i've said it on another podcast um that's why i'm asking you guys but no why because uh, the simplest reason is because these bitches complained about the door and background textures so now if you want to play you got to upgrade then you can get wonderful background textures and stop being little bitches and crying about it sterling no, I'm I'm of the same mind as you two. Like, I think it's incredibly naive of some people to think like, oh, why not put the whole rest of the series on the PS4 and old gen? Like, it's I I've seen people say that like, oh, I bought it on PS4. Like, I shouldn't have to upgrade. It's like, why? Like, that that's the way the video game industry works. Like, you that's the way technology works. You need the new yeah. thing to play the new thing. Like, it it it's just the way it goes. Like. I'm pretty indifferent to the whole Yuffie thing being on PS5. I don't get to play it because I don't have a PS5 and that sucks, but it's like, it's just a marketing tool. It's it's a way for them to sell the newer version on the new console. Um, I also think it's a test of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, for and, part two, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it, the story is like canon, right? The, the Yuffie's DLC like means something. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a bit iffy on stuff like that. Like, I don't like how you, you know, it's it's like the Marvel thing. You have to watch everything or Kingdom Hearts. Like, you gotta, you gotta get, like, get everything to get the whole story. And to be fair, this is one DLC episode, so it's not like that. But I'm fine with it. Like, it, they're not getting too weird and wacky. Like, you just, just wait for a PS5. Just like, you know, it looks better, it plays better. As far I'm as fine. my understanding of the Yuffie DLC, it is Yuffie before part two, like during, uh, Grayson, you'll have to tell me, it's during uh, the events of Final Fantasy VII, correct? Yeah, when yeah. Cloud's like screwing around with Aerith and like they don't, like mm-hmm. Tifa and Bear didn't know where he was and stuff. Yeah, so that exactly. literally just makes me disagree with what you said. I don't think it's like necessary because um, yeah. obviously, as we know, Yuffie was a DLC character in the original and then, or sorry, not DLC, a, a op- an optional character in the original. And I feel like if you go forward and she's in the party, they're going to introduce her to the party in a way that makes sense even if you don't play the DLC. So I don't think this is something that is like necessarily going to deter people um, if they haven't played it. But you know what could deter people? Oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I, I just don't know if it's like, if the story takes, if the entire story takes place during that time. So I wonder if there's like a part at the end where like, you know, this much time later and we see like Yuffie Oh, shit. at a different point after the events of part one so i think I that that could lead I into said. part two you yeah, just so. reminded me that i'm pretty sure nomura had a interview and he was like this leads directly into part two so i take yeah, back yeah so i, I think said. it's going to take place during different events of part one and you see how what yuffie was doing during certain sections mm. so we'll see we'll see if it has like a big impact 
All I'm, right. Uh-huh. I was just going to say, like, uh, I'm glad that, um, like, I, I hope the optional characters from the original game are, like, you know, integrated into the lore of this remake well. And that they're, you know, you can't make an optional character like that in a game like this anymore. Like, it doesn't, wouldn't really work that well, so. No. Well, I mean, they I think also cool. said that this is um, one of the compilation pieces, so they're really trying to put the entire FF7 story into the remake, mm. which is really cool. Um, yeah. Monday, June 14th, we've got uh, the Verizon and Intellivision presentations, <laughs> uh, Take-Two Interactive Panel, uh, Mythical Games, the Indie Showcase, Freedom Games, Ven, Capcom, and Razer. Any predictions for any of these? What's Verizon doing there, exactly? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> like... Uh, okay, cool. Right there. I'm just gonna just like rapid fire a lot of these. In television, what the hell is in television doing in 2021? I don't, I don't get that one. I Take will find two. out. I guess we'll find out. I don't know who Mythical Games are, man. Who are these people? I'm sorry if you're a Mythical Games fan, listen to this podcast. I'm sorry, I, I apologize, but I don't know who they are. Anyway, uh, indie showcase. That's always cool. I'm glad there's an indie showcase during E3. These usually happen no, like sporadically who throughout runs the year. The indie showcase, like how is that? How does that? Yeah, work? that's that's what I'm saying. I don't know who's running this. No clue. I guess just an assortment of indies. Uh, how long is that? That's like that's only half an hour, so it's not going to be a oh. lot of games. But that's or it's so like cool that thirty minutes worth of as many game titles as they can get. So oh, God, like, if, that, if that's thirty fire. minutes of sizzle, like a slideshow, just like. If it's 30 minutes to see a sizzle, I will have thoughts about that when I our post through discussion. Anyways, Van, uh, I honestly, of all this list here, the only one I really uh, care about is, is Capcom, but I Man. don't know what they could announce at this conference. They have so much stuff, Capcom. They could really do anything. Bro, this is um, the year of Capcom. Yeah, yeah they're they just, killing it. They just announced that yeah. Monster Hunter DLC today. Um, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, Capcom is firing on all cylinders. My point that I'm trying to make is that, like, what else could they announce? I'd be, like, surprised. Like, they, like everything that they announce is uh, announced could, you know, be follow-ups to what they've already announced, like, you know, more details. I'm just wondering what they could do, because, like, as far as, like, surprise announcements, because there's so much already. I mean, not, not so, there's so much already that has been announced and so much that they could. I... I'm going to actually defer this one to you guys, man, because I want well, to ideas. Resident right. Evil has pretty much become a yearly franchise, right? The only thing we know yeah. that's coming next is the four VR game. And it's there's still like those heavy rumors about the four remake. It yeah. would be super weird for them to advertise a VR game and a remake of like the same game. But who knows it, they could do a code veronica remake like mm-hmm. it like you said it, it is weird that we know that they're going to talk about monster hunter resident evil village like monster hunter stories it's like is there going to be a lot more or are you just like telling us right off the bat what we're going to see but, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm wondering. the only yeah, thing i'd like to see from um capcom is uh, obviously some fighting game stuff, right? Um, what, what's what's happening next, uh, especially with PlayStation starting their Evo um, uh, Revolution thingy currently. Um, that's, uh, you know, I, I, Marvel versus whatever. I don't know what's going to be next. That's always a good one. I think about... Cool. I think about games like, you know, Dragon's Dogma and Okami and all those other titles that aren't 
Resident Evil and Monster Hunter, like the things that we aren't currently getting, I would love. uh, And I think, because like you guys mentioned, a lot of these, we already know what's happening. So I think E3 is the time to show us some of those subsidiary titles from Capcom uh, that are coming that people are huge fans of. Um, uh, 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 Yeah. Dragon's Dogma 2. Yes, I would love a Dragon's Dogma too, <laughs> or you know something about Devil May Cry. I don't know. I-, I think it would be really cool to see what's next from Capcom. So I'm hoping my prediction is that they are going to give us the stuff that we already know, but we're going to see some uh, what's next that's not Resident Evil and that's not Monster Hunter. And I'm excited. They're on a roll, man. They can really dip into the pool of like their other franchises, right? Like they already made a new Ghost and Goblins for God's sakes. Like it, right? Uh, that it's, was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, honestly. Capcom and Square Enix are literally at a position where they can put out bullshit and like it won't matter. (laughs) They will still make so much money that it literally won't matter. Like look look at how far look at how far Square Enix is going with the whole like HD 2D art style, like with the with uh, Dragon Quest three. Like it's it's awesome. I think still looks uh, worse than Octopath. True, but with capcom there was those leaks like sometime last year i think and so far like like literally their plan for the next like five or six years got leaked and so far literally everything that 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 was on that list has come true so stuff like a new street fighter and a new uh animishu game or however you say it that could be coming oh yeah i'm sorry let me be clear they are not doing a new street fighter pardon they're not doing a new Street Fighter right now. No, they literally just released Rose as DLC like a month ago. But like, they, Akira's not out yet, right? Writing the fuck out of this. No, that's true. They're still adding DLC to that. I don't know they're doing that. Like, recently. yeah, they literally just released two DLC wow. characters like last month, so it's not going anywhere. There's Street Fighter Five is forever PlayStation exclusive. PlayStation's making so much I... fucking money. PlayStation's making so much fucking money. Do you guys know how much money they're making? It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. So I'm much done. fucking money. No, I was just gonna say I just thought of something for Capcom related because like, Great Ace Attorney, Great Ace Attorney is coming yeah, out. I was gonna soon. mention that. Yeah, yeah. I was so they say that, Brandon. Possibly show another trailer for it, but you know what? I really hope that you know if the Great Ace Attorney is on people's minds that you know that they uh, finally do four Smash. through six. On- no, maybe. But I was gonna say, please put four through six on Switch yeah. so I can play through them again on stream mm-hmm. with Chrissy because yeah, we want to finish the series. We can only do one through three right now, and the Great Ace Attorney, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, I'm like, Capcom's like the one I'm, one of the presentations I'm most excited about. So mm-hmm. they, have, they actually have confirmed already that they are showing Resident Evil Village. Like they're talking about Resident Evil Village. And I'm like, what must are they going to show? Yeah, yeah. I'm must be DLC Because I really enjoy it. Well, actually, I traded in Village, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to play this DLC that for a game try, I don't Try not to be right. too stuck, Sterling. <laughs> Grayson does. Grayson does can I'm going to go buy the game again. quickly. <laughs> For anyone who's listening who hasn't heard this before, Grayson is literally the <laughs> spokesperson for Gamefly, okay? He is one of the only people I know that has a Gamefly subscription, but he swears by it, and he almost yeah. made me sign up for it. So <laughs> that's what he says. When he says he traded it in, it's a Gamefly thing. I am Resident- Canadian. What is Gamefly? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about uh, that. The it's just like a digital yeah, blockbuster kind of <laughs> okay, thing. Okay. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see what they have for Resident Evil Village, because that game is awesome. And if they have a really cool like expansion, I would love to see that they're they said they're talking about monster to rise again and stories too and great great ace attorneys these are all games i'm really excited about or well, have been playing already monster to rise they've been fucking killing it like you guys don't understand yeah. how much 
content that they have been putting Hell into this yeah. game. Like they just released a 2.0 title, no 3.0 title update, like, like two weeks ago. And I still haven't finished that stuff. And I'm like a hundred hours in. And if they're showing like 4.0 stuff this weekend, I'm like, I it's, it's so much stuff. And like you said, like they're like just doing so well there with their, with their top franchises right now. It's crazy. Um, I would love to see like a Mega Man game too. I'm a big fan of Mega Man Battle Network and we haven't had a game, one of those games in forever. They probably won't do it, but just like a collection or acknowledgement about that subsidy. Just acknowledgement. Um, just something. Cause I'm not like, the mainline, you know, like the 2D Mega Mans are fine. I'm not like a huge fan. I played a little bit of 11, wasn't like in love with it, but uh, I, I like Mega Man as a character and as like a franchise. So I would love to see them do something different with them. Isn't Battle Network like Battle Network and Legends are the only one that haven't really done collections of yet, right? Shit. Yeah, Legends too. Yeah, Legends has not has been just ever since they canceled Legends really? 3 back on the yeah. 3DS. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say about any of those other things. Like I have uh, no predictions. Mm-hmm. To go off what you said, Grayson, of the Resident Evil DLC, because they they released that art book where it showed early concepts of like ada being in the story what if they did like a cool little dlc episode with her where it's like she had to infiltrate the village at some point maybe like in the in the past or something yeah because in resident 4 they had a little special ada assignment so it it, and their resident village is so you know takes so much inspiration from four yeah i can totally see them doing that i just i just it feels like with seven and village that like you know they focus so much on ethan where it's like other characters even though they're doing the remakes of the older games it's like you don't know what they're gonna do with characters like leon claire and like jill going forward when it's like it's so focused on chris and ethan's family and and stuff like that so Mm. hopefully they can ethan's family i didn't finish the game but as far as i can tell ethan doesn't have a family anymore based on what i played so well if you know the ending is very yeah that was a shocking i will tell you that was a shocking beginning to resident evil i was like uh what (laughs) yeah it was very unexpected i'm like oh we're just starting off like that okay it was so funny because as i was playing i was like who puts their baby next to a window in a crib it's obviously gonna get stolen yes i know it's on the second floor but people got ladders like this is so stupid and then I was very shocked because that is not the way it went down at all. I was like, what's happening? I just started playing this game and everything's dead. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just so... F- and that girl in the beginning is so stupid. Like, I was just like, what is wrong with you? His wife? save you. No, no. The girl in the house that her dad Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The you know, I was like, girl, yeah. what are you doing? Do you want to die? Like... The point is, I'm playing through Village, and I can't wait to eventually talk about it when I finish. Um, are we ready to move on? I'm, to proud, of, I'm proud of you for playing. Thank you. The only reason I was able to play That's is because I, like, I, I was so scared. I, I still scream, like, all the time. I, I jump at everything. I'm just like, oh, oh, and I'm like, I know it's going to be there, and I still get so scared. But this one's more action-y, so I can, I can mm-hmm. you know, I can actually uh, play it a little bit. Yeah. Um, not terrible. It's not terribly spooky. Like seven I, was way scarier for me. It's I played it because of you and um. Oh, sorry. God. No, I was just gonna say I played it like Home Alone in the dark during like a thunderstorm. Yeah, I had nightmares. I definitely had nightmares. 
I only played because of Grayson and, and David and Kelly actually, because uh, I was like, ah, oh, fuck that game. I don't got time for that. Like, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to die. Um, yeah. So let's move right along to the final day, which is going to be Tuesday. I'm sure you guys are super excited for Tuesday because <laughs> we have the Nintendo uh, Direct and Nintendo oh, yeah. Live, which is super exciting. I always think that I'm I'm usually used to PlayStation, I'm not PlayStation, Nintendo doing shorter conferences and showing like 15 minutes of Pokemon because they hate me. Um, we've got hours <laughs> worth of content coming up as usual so that's going to be super exciting and then it's going to be followed by Bandai Namco Entertainment Eureka Studio and then GameSpot's going to have a play for all showcase and then uh, we're going to have the E3 2021 award show so I think we can just talk about um, Bandai and Nintendo are you guys okay with that unless you want to talk about yeah that's literally all I was going to talk yeah. about give me your as... predictions all right uh, oh, god does someone else want to go first? Because I usually can leave this off and I have a few thoughts, but I'll let someone well, else I was go. just going to say for, so for Nintendo specifically. Yeah. Um, so the big thing that everyone wants to see is Breath of the Wild 2, right? Yep. I don't think, yep. I don't think we're going to see Breath of the Wild 2 at E3. Really? So. I, I think really? they are, I think they're going to kind of, they're not going to show too much of it, but I think they're going to focus on Skyward Sword a little bit right now because that game is the next. Okay. Whether people like it or not, that is their big, you know, summer Zelda game right now. Okay. And I think they're still going to have some sort of Zelda anniversary thing in a few months. Like, I just think yeah. it's going to happen and they're going to focus on Breath of the Wild 2. They're going to show like a remake of Oracle of Ages or uh, Minish Cap or something and really just have a blowout. Because the fact that they haven't talked about this anniversary at all is like insane to me. Like, they haven't announced yeah. a lot of stuff yet besides like the Joy Con and a remake of like the worst 3D Zelda game. See, so I think my have, worry. Like, is that during the 25th anniversary 10 years ago, they said they planned to do a lot with Zelda back then, but they didn't want to like copy themselves and just think they were reiterating what they did with the Mario 25th anniversary. And I'm just so worried because Nintendo is just so freaking dumb sometimes. I love them to death. Like they could literally have that same thought process that's like, oh, we just went hard with Mario. Maybe we don't want to like keep it going all the time and just like have people have these unrealistic expectations of this. Mm. Like, I think COVID I, is just yeah up. yeah. I actually disagree with you, Sterling. I feel like Nintendo is also one of those companies that's in a really good spot. And um, yeah, sure, they will say they don't want to do things they've already done. But I, I mean, come on, there is a reason that the 25th anniversary Mario game. Which one was it? Um, 3D All Stars is 3D, it? Yeah, yeah. There's a reason that game is uh, was uh, released for a limited time, right? This is this is not like a that is that is a that is a make money ploy off of your mascot if I've ever seen one. And I 100% think that they know that Zelda is big enough. They know that Breath of the Wild is big enough to um, ensure that we are going to 100% see a lot more from Zelda. But I don't know anything because I don't know Nintendo. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not saying like that's what they're doing. I'm just like, I'm cautious. Like I'm very optimistically cautious about what they could or couldn't do. I, I think we will see Breath of the Wild too, but I'm worried that like that in Skyward Sword is all we're getting this year. Like I, I'm worried that we're not going to get more. Mm. Um, Just because like, again, like, with There's the so 3D All-Stars. I know, but with 3D All-Stars, like, that's all we got. We got the three games, and, and, like, I'm happy we got those, but, like, they really could have done a lot more with that 
anniversary type collection like what we got three games we got a brand new switch we got no 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 no. i'm talking about literally just mario 3d all-stars like i'm not talking about the anniversary as a whole what do you want what do i want with the 3d all-stars collection yeah like what did you want more than just the three games slapped together and like on a crappy title screen like why couldn't they add more legacy content what what you want them to do i like i'm so confused you oh guys, my god no let go no move forward because nintendo people are and i'm talking about y'all y'all are literally never satisfied <laughs> right like you got if you want to look at the whole anniversary look at the whole anniversary if you want to look at this i don't know but according to what i've heard those were really three really popular titles that people have been dying to play for a very long time that got released am i wrong no okay then so why you need more <laughs> Be satisfied I, for once. Like, I don't understand. You got those three games. Um, you know, you, that's three full games fit on, you know, a, a, a single cartridge for the Switch. And that's not all you got. We also got the Mario Cats game as well. Another one that was a past title that people hadn't played that came forward. And we got a Switch. We got fucking shit. Like, we got shit. Like, why? Okay. I don't, I didn't want more from the whole anniversary. All I'm saying is that I don't think. Nintendo will give that same level of care to Zelda because it's already halfway through the year and they haven't said shit. And Mario's anniversary literally lasted for half a year. Like they talked about it constantly. Yeah, but Nintendo also has that thing where they, you know, wait until shit's ready or almost ready before they talk about it. And maybe they're going to tell you, hey, here's the three most popular Zelda games that everybody loves put on a limited time uh, cartridge for the Switch. And here's, uh, you know, a glimpse of Breath of the Wild 2. And here's what we have planned for the next six months. It's true. They can kind of like leave a chunk of the direct to be a Zelda sort of section. I just don't, I feel like they would separate it though. That's why I'm like, it's just so hard to say. If they did do that. It's so hard to predict. Like if they did have a big anniversary planned, I agree with you that I think that's what they would do. Like they would leave it for a separate event. Yeah. I mean, they also have Splatoon 3 and Project Triangle Strategy and a bunch of other shit because I don't know. There's a rumor that a Donkey Kong game is going to be announced. Yeah, the Donkey Kong rumor. That's That's a definite possibility for sure. Yeah. Cause I really don't, I'm trying to think of what like surprises that are like, have actually have a potential to show not just like made up like, Oh, I want a new like fucking Kid, Kid Icarus game. Like yeah. I'm trying to think of actual surprises that could happen. It's really hard right now because of COVID that's a lot of things have changed in their schedule. I feel like, and, and Nintendo is difficult to predict as well. They're just, you, yeah. you, you honestly never know. Like well, you know, I, I think smash brothers is for sure. Definite. I think yeah, we'll see that's, two characters gonna, again. Yeah. I think, I think we'll see I, two characters. You'll see, think you'll see, I, I think I'm they'll leave, I think they'll do one kind of like how they did it in 2019, where they that's had fair. The, yeah, Dragon they Quest had Banjo and, and Hero. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. I, 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 one of them. I agree. I think we'll get both. Really, yeah. I'm the only person who disagrees. It's been a I while. Just, I'm in. I'm in the middle. I'm. I know for sure we'll see five. Like I can. I would bet money that we'd see the fifth character. Sakurai reiterated that we're getting both characters by the end of this year. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they could they could drop the first character in July or August and have the next one like October, November, or whatever. I, I feel like you don't just drop two at once if it's the last two. 
I feel like you you give one give a point crowd ple- crowd pleaser for E3, and then you wait until you're gonna have another you know Nintendo Direct uh, towards the middle of the year or going well it is the middle of the year uh, going further towards the end of the year, and you have this big like holiday wrap up of the last character, and then you know it's this big. Uh, 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 what do they call Nintendo showcases? Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> That's when you have your big Nintendo Direct where you say, okay, here's the big final reveal of the character you know um that's what i think i don't think they're gonna show you're right it, i think it depends on the characters they have to show that yes, i think that it, is right i think yes. i think they did that in 2019 because personally i think hero is one of the lower you know in terms of like overall hype for the character coming to smash hero was definitely like in america I, Hero yeah, was hype for Japanese. Banjo was yeah, hype yeah. for like American. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's why, the, exactly. Yeah. So That's why they these, did that. If these two fighters are like big ones, then yeah, they should definitely split that up because that'll like diminish the like the reveals for both if you have them at the same time, like Jarrell was saying. So they do have like, God forbid, Sora or or freaking uh, Dante. Not for God, God forbid, for... but like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, I, I use the wrong words, but um, uh, like Sora or Dante, like a monster hunter character, Resident Evil character, um, Phoenix Wright. I feel like they should have their own. Give me Tifa. Solo reveal. She's an assist. Uh, uh, not assist. She's a costume. So we're probably oh, not gonna... Give me and Tifa. a costume. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's a possibility they could do both characters this time and then say there's an additional. Hey, we're oh doing God, a third third fighters pass Ugh. like i i agree that it is like it is a lot and it's a stretch but at the same time smash is literally the best fighting selling game of all time yeah it, yeah that's, that's i highly thing. highly doubt seeing a, a third. third a third uh full third maybe one additional character but we remember we already got one additional character for this one right yeah. this poor man is gonna die uh, yeah that's I, what i mean he's such a masochist <laughs> like he's such a perfectionist like there's he no, might be like, no. can you do another one of these? And he's like, <laughs> I don't think that at all. I just, I highly disagree with that. Also, because yeah, now I agree you with have, Jarell. You have, yeah. you know, um, me costumes, and you have the spirits, and you have ways to incorporate a ton more characters that you necessarily wouldn't have been able to. Mm-hmm. So, like, how, when when was Smash release? Twenty. 20- 18, 18, 18 yeah late December, yeah, yeah this is you know if they weren't releasing dlc characters so fast this could have lasted for another five years um but the fact that they're doing them so fast is why mm. smash is at i think the place that it's at right now and when i say that i mean like uh, i think street fighter 5 was like 2014 2015 and you know its roster still has not reached smash levels but they just got a new character last month right smash was only two years out and we have so many characters to choose from i cannot see them like uh, and not only that i think that even though it is the biggest fighting game uh, selling fighting game of all time um, there's way too much of a bang for your buck type situation when it comes to the DLC in Smash for it to mm-hmm. be something that is really making the amount of money that I think people think that it makes, right? So the amount of work that goes into being able, and the work and licensing that be that goes into being able to create a character and the the stage for that character and however many songs you're gonna get for that character and all the people that gotta get paid after every single iteration of that, um, <laughs> adding five or 
six more to this already huge roster for five bucks per person? Like, yeah, there's a lot of people that are buying this, but I have to imagine that there are still people that don't have all the DLC. Um, and I, I don't see them making, I don't see it making, I don't know, obviously, this is just my assumption. I don't think it's making enough of a profit to be able to, and that's not to say that it's not making a profit. I'm sure it is. I'm sure Smash <laughs> is doing very well for Nintendo, but charging just five bucks for all of that content twice, adding an additional character and then doing it again, pff, highly, highly doubt that will happen. It'll be cool if they do uh like once they do have the final character they they release like a package version with all the with all the characters. DLC in it. Yeah, like, oh, we're, we're done with the you know Smash. We're not gonna get any more fighters right now, but we are releasing this That's package so version cool. for any new players who for some reason haven't picked up the game yet <laughs> and have every single DLC character in it. I think that'll be awesome. Uh, the most oh. hilarious title could be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Deluxe. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm curious, like, what are you most excited for, Drew? I don't know Nintendo, so nothing. I literally am just going with the flow yeah. with Nintendo. Like the only thing that would excite me is Octopath Traveler 2 or something in the vein of an actual JRPG, like a, 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 a like a classic JRPG coming to Switch that I can take on the go. I don't play <laughs> Zelda yeah. or Mario, so those franchises aren't like... Did you play Bravely Default 2? Yeah, I'm still in the process of playing it, yeah. Oh, but it. I love Bravely... Like that... that that excited the fuck out of me so something yeah. like that i'm gonna be like oh my god even um project uh triangle i am still iffy on it um i haven't played it yeah i know i haven't played enough of it to move forward but I, okay i love i loved three houses so if there's a game that is going to give me the story impact um because that's what i'm looking for like uh like a jrpg would like uh, or you know the ability to really tap into those all right i'm going on yes anything that's like jrpg um <laughs> jrpg story goodness is what i would get excited for anything else i mean maybe that's not true there's one i've always wanted to play majora's mask so if there is some type of zelda majora's mask thing i would actually yeah, yeah. be excited for that but everything else i'm not you know i played two zeldas in my life Link's Awakening and Breath of the Wild. So, I think I think it's a lock that we're probably going to see Triangle Strategy during the Nintendo yeah. Direct because they said it's coming out next year. And we'll get and, the um, update on the um, results. From the survey yeah. Yeah. I would love to see that survey. I love watching this the survey result videos because it's just it's just refreshing to see all the feedback. You know, that's why like I love direct, those developers directly, so much. Directly addressed in yeah. the videos, like I. I've never like I've never been as invested in gameplay videos as I am those survey videos because it's it's just direct <laughs> cause and effect. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's cathartic. It, it's surprising like how well Team Asano is doing because you know it was also revealed that they're they are the ones doing the Dragon Quest Three remake and and mm -hmm. like they got Triangle Strategy. They just released Bravely Default Two and like they all look so good. Like we 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 eaten good lately. All they all look so good, really. I I think Dragon Quest Three looks like compared to a, a normal like pixelated game, right? Just a straight two D game. I think okay. it still looks good. Mm -hmm. I I agree with you that like Octopath Traveler looks a hundred times better, but I just like the art style so much. Project Triangle looks the worst out of all of them. I said it, hundred percent. Okay, it looks the worst out it's of all. So early for that one. Just doesn't make it not look the worst <laughs> yeah, i agree it's still early but uh when we got this octopath, 
yeah because when we got the octopath demos like they looked good and then they just looked better <laughs> like this looked did you bad tell did you tell them in the survey good. that it looked ugly no because that's not my experience <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I played ugly. a game i have things to say but the biggest thing is you need to fix your graphics not cinema, screen, cinema screenshot <laughs> like, of octopath you see this this is like what this. you need to be doing <laughs> like, you know who made this to make, <laughs> make that game it's the same people what are you doing like, <laughs> do it right uh yeah anything else for uh nintendo uh i haven't, I haven't said mine but if you guys it's not really or, or bandai namco yeah i do want to see a, a wario game like a 2d wario game or a WarioWare game i hope anything, they give you really. one honestly the WarioWare the, one i think is going to happen the, after that very specific survey question yeah right but there. a 2d yeah, game WarioWare like shake so, it shake it was so good yeah, i freaking so miss wario I like land i miss wario land so much i we love wario land we need a year of the wario where they just we would just get all these <laughs> year of wario they um, could hold on hold on wario's <laughs> first appearance was in 92 so next so he'll be celebrating his 30th 30th, yeah. 30th next year they could just make next year the year of wario no because Please. it's gonna be the second half of the year of zelda i mean when the second half of zelda is done they'll just transition to wario oh, go. cool. can you imagine like um i don't know koizumi coming out for a direct in a wario hat and be like this is the year of wario <laughs> do you guys oh. um do you guys think we'll see splatoon at all yes i don't I, I don't possible yeah I don't think we're gonna yeah. see in-depth stuff, but I do think we're Nothing gonna get maybe another exactly. teaser. They said it comes out early. Did they say early 2022? Just 2022. I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't. I, I feel like we'll see it in a in a like a sizzle reel of like stuff to come that they do every Nintendo Direct. You know what I mean? I don't know. Splatoon three yeah. would go in a sizzle reel. Because I, I think I think when they talk about Splatoon three next, they kind of need to do like a deep dive. That's true. That's here's true. what's changed yeah. here are the maps here's the host here's the, like what we're gonna do yeah i retract what i just said you're totally right yeah yeah just the type of game it is i think i don't know the only reason that i would say that i do think we're gonna see something is because we did just get the news that it's a part of their um their their partnership with the oh the play versus where, thing yeah the yeah. play versus where what? now oh, in school thing yeah like you have kids that can now play splatoon esports in school with adults who also teach like i think that even if it's just like a little bit of hey this is what we're working on like teaser at the end of a video that's like hey we partner with we partnered with them this is you know these are the games that are going forward that are going to be able to play as esports on nintendo switch but i don't know because i don't know nintendo i'm i'm curious if you guys think we're getting that donkey kong game uh, no, yeah we I, can i have a really strong <laughs> yeah we can really sure i don't know i don't know why <laughs> I but i feel answer. like they have they have something I mean, it's rumored, Jarrell. That's so. That's the only reason it was like brought up because like there, there's rumors about a 3D Donkey Kong game, uh, made by the Odyssey developers. I think that was yeah. the rumor that yep. was going on. So yeah, it's, it's possible if it's re- if it's real, then E3 would be the place to show it. We uh, haven't even talked about the big elephant in the room of the Switch Pro. Like, oh my God, yeah, that's not getting announced at E3. I'm just no. gonna say that right now. I yeah, I don't think it is. About it. That's no. why I have no comments on it, it, it's just every like every e3 year we always get that one really big nintendo rumor and like i agree that it, it's it feels like it's the switch pro and that like we're not getting it but at the same time like it could be that donkey kong game like it it, it, it um <laughs> are you saying that the switch pro rumors are actually donkey kong game or am i just no no no, no. i'm saying like, like 
the big rumor could also be that Donkey Kong game. Oh, okay. they're gonna show like they're gonna show gameplay. And they're gonna zoom out, and it's gonna be the Switch Pro. And we're like, oh shit, <laughs> nah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, why does Donkey Kong game look HD as fuck? Oh, oh! Imagine. His fur is just like glowing in the wind. It's just Harambe. Like, it's just a JPEG of Harambe. We're in a tie next time. Such yeah. a troll, man. I, I don't think they're going to announce. I, I, I don't think they're gonna show the, the Switch Pro, whatever it is. No, yeah, I don't no, think it's time. I, all yet. seriousness, I don't think I don't think they will. Not yet. What do you mean? It's past time. Like, it, it is, is past time, but they're clearly time. not ready. So they have how, uh, like how many models of Switch now? Three. They have the original. Yeah. They have the second model, and then they have the light. Yeah, well, battery, I mean, yeah, technically, that, but that's more of like a one point five model. As for being real, doesn't matter. It's a new model. All right. You're kind of right. It's been four years. Upgrade. Like at this point, I think it's time because when you show people games like Pokemon Arceus and then they talk about how bad it looks, or when I talk about the frame rate issues that I have while I'm playing Breath of the Wild 2 yeah. that could look so much better, or you know, whatever other game that I've played on Switch that could literally look so much better that pisses me off that it doesn't, it's about damn fucking time. There's no reason that I can't <laughs> on these big ass fucking TVs. Why the fuck can I not like play this game in 4K? It would look so good. Why am I topped off at 1080p? This is not 20 2009. Like what the fuck? Come on. I mean, Gerald just wants he just wants triangle strategy to look better. I just want triangle strategy to look better, <laughs> honestly. That's all I want. That's all I want. It just has so many elements. I like when when I saw that I had to melt the ice to turn them to the water. I was like, oh no, I can't. Like it's chemistry just too much. <laughs> like chemistry. You know, I already have to do tactics. I got to do chemistry and tactics, and then that's I why you kill people. Oh, is that God. why you're iffy on Breath of the Wild? Because it's like there's so many hidden Yo, like chemistry uh, elements. stuff. Yeah. It doesn't make some of it doesn't even make sense to me. Like I do things, I'm like, how, how does this happen? <laughs> No, no, I, I, my Breath of the Wild adventure, I'll have to tell you after the podcast, it, it wasn't, I, apparently I did the hardest, uh, boss fight first, um, because because Gabe, yeah. no one told me, so, you know, that's a, that's a whole nother story, I would, I would, I would also like to see more on Pokemon, I'll be happy, it's 20th anniversary, I, I think that'll be in the treehouse, I think that'll be in the treehouse, I, I, the what, y'all think so? The Pokemon really should, oh yeah, because Pokemon. yeah, they don't show a lot of Pokemon during their E3 presentations. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's usually just they just show gameplay during Treehouse and then just that's it. You think yeah. they're gonna show what? The gameplay of uh, Diamond and Pearl remake. Very, there's a very small chance that let's soon-ish. Is it not? Yeah, so so it'll be on Treehouse, but it won't be on the presentation. Is what we're like, saying. I don't just I don't agree. Obviously, I could be wrong, but I don't see why they would show. If they did, it would be a first, and you know, I'd be surprised, just as surprised. But they, I don't they see why they have. would show Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. It's literally like a few months away. What are y'all gonna show Wait. me? Like the same game I've already played. Yeah, the same generation. I mean, just, they haven't yeah. really talked <laughs> about like if there's any changes or any features. So yeah, like that they can show. Your argument that is, is like that they're just not gonna market video. the game. <laughs> No, that's not what yeah, I'm saying. I just think that can... there are bigger titles to focus on for a treehouse than yeah, but it's like three hours long. But I... no, no, no. But Sterling, but Sterling, here's the thing: when it's E3 Pokemon. was normal, they would have like five or six hours of, of cross three days. Game, though, so like the, it would so be the, so it would be eighteen hours in total of treehouse. Is what oh. I'm saying. 
But now and we like only have three day, hours of treehouse for one day. Okay, okay. So I, yeah, I see that, what Jarrell means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Because so, I, oh, I specifically okay. remember um, Zelda was literally just that one day, like Breath of the Wild. It was only Breath of the Wild that entire day. And then the that next day they did like Splatoon. Like, it, it, so I don't see them like focusing on maybe i would i would see them you know doing something for uh arceus since it's coming out or like january uh but i, I don't like how much are you going to show for for brilliant diamond and shining pearl in a four-hour time gap with whatever else you decide to show off see that's and that's the thing too it's just how they're going to do the treehouse because again it's what that what they used to have three days to show they now have condensed to three hours so they like jerrell said they've got to be more careful about what they show in the treehouse um so and that's just, not to say that they won't market the game like i don't want it to come off like i'm saying that because once yeah, again yeah. this is it's pokemon's 25th anniversary right and what yeah. do we have for that what do we have to show for that the same yeah, shit we got for zelda so like about about like and the difference is pokemon i think has pretty much announced everything they're gonna do at least as far yeah. as games we had there's, other, there's other there's other too. stuff they can was that we had a weird ass concert too the concert, that, yeah, that, yeah. That album we have what the, the announcements for Pokemon, I think, this year are, are, are pretty much like who's the other musicians that are going to be doing the concerts. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, there could be a, like little hidden collaborations. There's that side, uh, not side guard, but that Zarud movie that's supposed to be coming out. They I mean, we made like it's not going to happen during E3, but mm-hmm. that is a Pokemon announcement for the anniversaries. Um, but as far as games, yeah, I think we know everything. Um, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about for Nintendo before we um? Yeah, what one last yeah, one last thing. Um, just a I don't again I don't have too many predictions for Nintendo besides what we've already said because Nintendo's unpredictable, but I will throw out just one. Um Teach says it's time for a new uh Fire Emblem remake. <laughs> remake. I think I, I remake. I don't I, I think it's too soon for a brand new Fire Emblem like three houses. Mm-hmm. I think it's too soon for that, but I think we are in prime time to potentially get a remake of like um it like the GameCube one that nobody the yeah, Path of Radiance, yeah. Yeah, Path yeah. of Radiance, the Wii one, or both of them in like one story, that'd be really cool, but that's kind of ambitious. Or even yeah. just those Super Famicom titles we never got. Like the Genealogy of the Holy Rose, the one that everyone talks about that I would love to see a remake of. Um, that was very similar. The game was very similar to Three Houses in a lot of ways, so it would make sense to do that now that Three Houses has come out. I, re- I just really do think that, even if it's not during E3, I think the next Fire Emblem game that does come out is, is a remake of a past yeah, game. Hopefully one that you. hasn't been localized. For the the next mainline game, I would be surprised if they didn't do a direct sequel to Three Houses. Like the the That'd format, be hard. well, the format of that game is so perfect for it. Like you could just do your current students grow up, and then they have kids, and they go to the like you the same school. Already did that, Sterling. Th- that yeah. That's not even my that's not even my criticism. I my criticism is that that'd be very difficult because there's three different four different routes four. you can take in three houses i guess that's true and, yeah and depending on who you recruited will determine who lives and who dies that's very hard to manage yeah. that's true so, that's true so, so the sequel would either have to like be variable based on your ending choice or they'd have to pick an ending and yeah. neither though and neither of those seem like oh, very... we all know which ending they would pick because there's only one real ending 
yeah, and I will not beer. argue about that. No, you're wrong. It's not golden you're deer, deer, but I won't argue with them. I will not argue with you about that. I was on that golden one. deer, and I know, and I know it's not golden deer. <laughs> exactly. I'm golden deer, and I know it's not golden deer. Knows it's not golden deer. Everybody knows what it is. I Come love on, the golden deer. I wish it. I wish it was, but that's no. No, nah, you know what? Always get left behind. If they do do a fire emblem, what they need to do is, I was literally just playing three houses yesterday, and I was like, wow, this game. <laughs> looks so bad well i don't understand why it was released running around through the fucking doors and stuff and yes but it wasn't even that it's like people talk about the fucking door in final fantasy 7 have y'all seen the trees and fire emblems like they look the the fruit baskets in the the vendor cell in the support conversations the backgrounds are literally just like diagonal jpegs like that they try to stretch across the screen it's and really I bad. and I love the game, so I'm like I'm allowed to talk shit. Yeah. Because it has I love one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's like in my top five, but mm. it looks bad. This is why we need to switch pro. That's where I was going with this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wrong there. Pro. And that drained your battery too. That game would like literally kill my switch in like an hour. And I'm like, why are you not doing anything? You have a <laughs> JPEG with two characters talking, <laughs> and my switch was over here like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anything from Bandai Namco, or are we good? I, I'm open to be surprised with Bandai Namco. They have some cool games. Oh, oh dude, actually, I do have... I don't even know if I even believe in this prediction, but I'm going to say it anyway. I want to see more of that game, Digimon Survive, man. Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that is like the most ambitious Digimon game they have ever developed for. It's been in development hell for a minute, which is yeah. the only reason why I think it might not be at E3. But man, I want to see more of that game because I'm really intrigued by the, the premise of that game. I yeah, think it's the game looks really cool. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that, though. All right. What is this um, is Bandai Namco. Nino, it's like Nino Kuni, I guess. That could have that could have like a, a third game, right? No, I mean, didn't they just do something with it? Like recently, they were they just released they just released like the remaster and like ports and stuff. I think no. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I didn't like, know this, but Bandai Namco is the third biggest developer in Japan behind Sony and Nintendo. They're sense. bigger than Square Enix. Third, huh? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, I shit you wow. not. I looked it up today. Hmm. It's insane. Hey, yeah, that's... I can't even think of like their big. Oh, Scarlet Nexus is them too. That's true. They yeah, but that's, Nexus I don't think they're going to show that. Game, They've shown it that comes so out in a few much, weeks. and we have the demo. Yeah. There's no reason they would show it again. Yeah, I probably not. Demo. <laughs> Are they good thoughts or bad thoughts? No, I didn't like it. <laughs> you know no. what? I, I played it for like five love minutes. It. Same. I thought I would love it, and I was like, not feeling it, it and then I played weird. Knockout City. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah. well, we're done. Um, uh, uh, Sterling Square Enix. Mm-hmm. First of all, do y'all know how much money Square Enix has? Like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> we talked about it on the podcast. I was like, that is ridiculous. And PlayStation, uh, like Sony, of course, Sony's number one. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, anyway, so last thing I'm going to talk to you guys about because it is late and we're all tired and all your beautiful faces, I'm going to miss them. But, um, okay, so it is now June. Six months of the year have gone by. My question for you guys is, what are the top five games of 2021? So far, being halfway through the year. Either answer, <laughs> what are the top five games of 2021? Or your most anticipated titles to be the best game of 2021? Mm. Well, I can definitely say that I'm, I've been enjoying Near Replicant a lot. That's definitely, as far as what I played this year, that's definitely the top 20. 21 games um i feel like when i'm done with inter this may be cheating but i feel like when i'm done with integrate that's gonna 
it'd be a handy pick for that yeah. for that choice as well. Um, I I was actually surprisingly enjoying. I haven't finished it. I got to get back to it, but I was really enjoying Persona Five Strikers. I want to give that a bit more time. Um, those are the three I got for right now. I need to think of the other two. If you guys want to go in the meantime, uh, I feel like I already know what Grayson's going to say for number one. <laughs> Okay, so this year has been kind of weird so far for me where there hasn't there's been a couple games I've, I've really enjoyed, but I ha- there hasn't been anything that's like, oh my God, this is like the best game ever. But yeah, so my, my favorite has to be like Monster Hunter Rise, probably. That's just the mm-hmm. game I put the most, most hours in. I, it's just a really good game. Uh, I also enjoyed Near Replicant. Uh, and I, I didn't finish Persona 5 Strikers either, Brandon. And yeah. I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it to my top five. It just... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that game. <laughs> That's um, fair. And yeah, besides that, like Mario 3D World was fun. Um, Cyber Shadow, I really liked. Resident Evil Village, I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm playing Returnal now. And I just think once I play like Ratchet and Clank and finish Final Fantasy VII, I'll have different thoughts about like my top five. Like I'll maybe, maybe I'll actually have like a top game that's like, oh my god, this is probably my, my game of the year. Um, but yeah, those games are like my favorites so far. Wait, do you, do you want me to talk about like what I'm looking forward to? Well? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. So yeah, like Normal Heroes 3 comes out in August. Really excited to play that. That could be awesome. I'm very excited for the World Ends With You sequel. Very excited for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Well, I'm not very excited for Pokemon, but I'm going to play it. I like, I like Diamond <laughs> and Pearl. I'm just going to play it. <laughs> it's Pokemon. I'm going to play it. It's Diamond and Pearl. I, I do like Diamond and Pearl, but it's like I, I know what I'm going into. I know what to expect mm-hmm. from that. Uh, very excited for Ace Attorney uh, and Life is Strange. So all, all these games could kind of, you know, end up being in my top five somehow. But yeah, we'll see how they are because there's a chance that a lot of these games end up being kind of not mediocre, but I might not enjoy them as much as I want to. Like no more, like the world ends with you. I, I am excited for that game. But every time I see gameplay, I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm not fully like 100% into it yet. Um, mm-hmm. So I got to get my hands on that. Same with No More Heroes. I could have different thoughts, but yeah, those are like my, Game look like all Japanese games basically. So yeah. yeah. When I said it, when I said I was a weeb. I, <laughs> I was so into the world ends with you, uh Neo the World Ends with You. And then I found out it wasn't co-op and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Like- oh Scoured Sword too. I- I'm I'm gonna play as well. But yeah. That's well, me. I'll throw I'll throw out my um last two. The other two that I um I have to double check. I was like, what else gives us here? Oh, mm-hmm. and there's an obvious one that I can't play I didn't think of right away. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. We did oh, that yeah. uh full four player that was this year yeah that was definitely this year that was february february that's when it came out four months ago we did we did a full playthrough it was it was a lot of fun doing it that way and the bowser's free mode was really fun too so i definitely enjoyed that game a lot and new pokemon snap i've been quite enjoying as well i'd say those might be my top five i kind of want to put world but i yeah new pokemon snap and as a top five game of 2021 are games that bad this year Damn. Damn! I don't put that new that... Pokemon Snap, dude. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I have that game. <laughs> and but but I will what I will say was like I wanted to, I wanted to like there's two games I wanted to sneak into that one is Mass Effect trilogy because I was quite enjoying the first Mass Effect when I played in the stream, but I haven't put that much time into it just because I'm still trying to finish Replicant, so I couldn't good kind of put it now because that could opinion could change. And a similar deal with Worlds End Club, which I. I ended up buying that full game after playing the demo because I enjoyed it that much. So I feel like when I actually play some more time to World's End Club, it's going to be a top game of this year. 
but I haven't put much time into it, so I cannot say that yet. As far as games I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm a Pokemon fiend, so, you know, looking forward to the Diamond Pro remakes, Skyward Sword. Fingers crossed for some more Zelda announcements coming out this year, because I could definitely say I'd be excited for that. Uh, fingers crossed that Final Fantasy 16 stuff happens. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I guess that's all that comes to my head right now. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. So, yeah. But that's it for now. My uh, my top five would probably be. Uh, I really, really just enjoyed Bravely Default too. It was like it everything like was just made for me to enjoy. I love JRPGs, obviously, and just like class based combat and and like parties are just I, I love it so much. Uh, my number two would probably be Monster Hunter Rise, just because like it. There's so much content. There's so much fun. Yeah. There's so much stuff they took from world and improved and just like traversal and stuff and getting your friends together every night and like playing is, is just so cool. And and the constant updates and new monsters to fight has just been a joy. Uh, my number three, oh, Resident Evil Village, uh, you know, one of my favorite series. I, I thought Village was excellent despite it being a bit more actiony. There were still tons of tension, tons of scares. Uh, the story I thought was a, a lot better than seven, even if it like seven was definitely the most terrifying thing ever. But mm. um, I don't really have that many more games. I'm playing Chivalry 2 right now, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I'm, I'm not big in, into multiplayer games like that, but the combat is just fun. And me and my friends are having a good time just whacking each other with swords so um i i could not think of a of a number five for the life of me i, I know i'm on the outs here I, I didn't enjoy mario 3d world and bowser's fury that much i know that's friggin blasphemy but um as for most anticipated uh, probably just pokemon if i'm being honest and it's like i'm not even that anticipated on it like oh my what? god i forgot a game that i'm excited for kena bridge of spirits Holy that was shit, gonna be on my list oh, oh damn that game's literally on my list okay. yeah yeah that's a big one damn. yeah i'm sorry i forgot about that one but it's gonna be great i'm sorry sir i didn't mean to cut you off continue no it's all good i i don't have a ps5 so i can't play a lot of, of like next gen stuff um i think like anyone that knows me like my the gold at the end of the rainbow for me is just triangle strategy. Like I want that game so goddamn bad. So, I, but yeah, but that's next year. So that is next year. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to that one as well for sure. Yeah. Let me just say, Brandon, I'm gonna take. Mm. I, so <laughs> sometimes I misspeak. I just feel like I played Pokemon Snap. I really enjoyed the Pokemon interactions. I just feel like that's such a casual game to put on your top five list for 2021. Like. I'm not, mm -hmm. I, 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 and, and it's your list, so I should shut the fuck up about it. That's what I'm going to say. Um, it's a good game. It's a good game. I was just really surprised that it's in your top five out of like everything that you played this year. That's why I was like, what? To be fair, I feel like this year so far, like every year has that one or two titles where it's like everybody has loved one of them at least. Like, I feel like 2021 hasn't really had that yet. Like there hasn't no. been that huge ass game that everyone can kind of get behind yet. Mm -hmm. 
Um, no, I, I mean, I agree. I, I, I haven't even played 2021 games, honestly. I'm still playing <laughs> 2020 games. I'm in love with Yakuza Like a Dragon from 2020. I haven't even Hell yeah. 21 stuff. Um, I think, I think Bravely I'm Default 2. I've been trying to finish up the uh, DLC for Breath of the Wild this year. So. Bravely okay. Default 2 is, is definitely my number one game for 2020 so far. Um, and that's it. I haven't finished anything else. <laughs> it's probably going to be Mass Effect. I've, I've really enjoyed um, what I did play of Mass Effect. So it's probably going to be Mass Effect. It's, of course, going to be Final Fantasy VII, Intermission, Intergrade. Um, that's the Everything else was just good. I don't think it was great. I'm just looking at all the games that I haven't played yet. Yeah, like there's not a game where we're like, oh my god, this is probably gonna be game of the year kind of thing. Like, there's no yeah. Breath of the Wild that came out, no God of War that that came out. A game like that, we haven't had that yet, and it's and we don't really know what's coming out in the fall or when, fall yet because E3's you know coming up. So I'm sure we'll have more of like a timeline for for things. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Tales of Arise, um, Life is Strange, um, uh, Kingdom Bridge of Spirits, um, um, Mario Golf. Oh, oh yeah. shit! I didn't mention that. We're literally doing a launch stream with that. And that's yeah. It's um, not like two weeks. Yeah, and Pokemon. Oh no, that's next year. <laughs> and then I guess I just see what's next. <laughs> Give me more JRPGs, people. Are you gonna play Pokemon Diamond and Red? No. No. I don't know why. I I didn't play the originals of that, but I they're, really they're good games. Like, like the, I just don't like the art style. That's why I really just don't <laughs> like the art style. I look at it, I'm like. Why? I, I'm not a fan, <laughs> and I know that people love it, and I get why they love it. I just personally don't like it. I do like the Imagine, you know the battle sequences. Like I think they look really good when you're in battle, clean, but yeah. like walking around like this big headed ass little piece of shit. Like you, you, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was <laughs> intense. I just want I just want a Pokemon game that looks like Octopath. Yeah, I know you yeah, do. I happening. don't. I don't want that at all. I I just think like it's a one a regression. One game. I think that's such a regression from. What and I think Octopath that's why I don't isn't like the regression. No, I mean it's an old school graphics. No, but that's like not on purpose. The, like <laughs> to me, and I'm gonna end with this. To me, the reason that I think that's a regression is because um, Octopath is done on purpose to be like what that was, right? Pokemon is essentially constantly moving forward. It's really right. weird for you to give me like 3D models of Ninetales. I know what it looks like. I know what it interacts, how it interacts with other, you know, Pokemon. I'm able to have a life-size one with my life-size avatar and then be like, oh, just kidding. Here's a little baby pixel one for you to enjoy because nostalgia reasons, I guess. Um, and that's yeah. kind of why I don't like... Uh, uh, the the remakes like I, I think it's really weird to go from like full sized more adult looking um, avatars that are super customizable back to this little chibi like <laughs> let's all be in fourth grade playing Pokemon together again type thing like I don't like that and I think that's mm -hmm. why I'm not interested in like give me more stuff like Arceus right like give me mm -hmm. going forward that open world Pokemon with you know character models that are uh, to scale and Pokemon models that are to scale like let me see these bitches fight. That's what I'm banned for. Like it, with on. the remakes, it 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 feels like you know the decision to make that art style is just to be cheap. Like it, yeah. it, it, it. You think so? I think yeah, it's they also they also handed it off upset. to a different developer too. So what well, you think it's because of the backlash of like Sword and Shield's graphics or? No, I don't think I, so. No, I think it literally is that people would be pissed off if it was like Sword and Shield, hundred percent. Yeah, they don't. Sword and Shield was Sword and Shield was its one its own thing, 
and Diamond Pro, they know is like special to a lot of people. Yeah. So they, I guess the, it's 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 a mat. It's safety. It's safety is what it is. It's like they knew it'd be safe to have it look as close as possible to the original while still being updated. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. Like I would love yeah. Diamond and Pearl to look like Sword and Shield, but everyone else would be like, "This isn't the remake we wanted. We wanted, uh, you know, Octopath Traveler style Pokemon." <laughs> I one hundred percent want it like Sword and Shield. Like I think that would be sick. Same. I, I thought that was I the like natural it, I like progression. It, I like it more than the way it looks now. Yeah, That's how I felt. Animal. That's one hundred percent how I feel. I think I just think they're is... fo- they're focusing on. Uh, sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, was, I think because just just because Game Freak is focusing on the. The Legend of Arceus game. They're like, okay, you, you know, we'll hand this off to this other studio. You guys can make it, and it's gonna look a chibi. So you guys can make it in like, you know, this amount of time. You don't have to make it like look like Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was and it probably that was. Said. Yeah, that's probably the main reason, or just probably because what you guys said. People didn't want backlash about Sword and Shield trees and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Brandon. I think it was very safe because I don't even think that yeah. this game is gonna add any like. I don't know if Gen Four had any like you know Dynamax or or Z moves or anything. But no. this is to me, this is just gonna be real basic, you know, easy it's, fourth yeah. grade level Pokemon, right? Like I, I'm not <laughs> yeah, interested just, yeah. in that. I, I personally am not interested in that. I've become like I've done p- a competitive Pokemon battling, right? With with an almost full Pokedex, and then you're telling me to play this chibi shit with like half of that, and then be happy because it looks chibi. <laughs> like no, that's not for me. And I love it's Pokemon. chibi, but it's not nostalgic in any sense. Like it, it. I it think just it seems... will be. You, yeah, yeah, but I think it will be for people. I don't know. I, I just, I never got that sense. Like it's not reminiscent of its old art style. I feel like, you, like I, I, I get what like Grayson and Brandon are saying by like the wanting like the Octopath Traveler, like uh, art style. Like I, I, I just feel like Chibi's a a bit odd in a sense. I don't know. That's just me. No, I agree with you. I do think Chibi is odd, but I don't agree that it's not nostalgic. I feel like once you see those, I think it's basically taking like, it's taking the sprites, but turning them into chibis, but everything else is the same. And yeah. when you get past that, like, sprite turned into chibi thing, it's like playing the game that you know. So I think the nostalgia can be there, but I'm also talking to someone who didn't play it, so. Yeah. Jello. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, it's late. Love you all. Thank you all for coming on the podcast. I can't wait to see what fun happens discussion. during E3. Uh, yeah, it's always a fun discussion with uh, Grayson and Sterling and Brandon. Thank you guys for filling in when our when our cast couldn't be here. Um, thank you so much. Seriously, it's been an awesome conversation. Uh, I look forward to having you guys back on if you you know had the time. I know you're also busy. Anytime. And with that, um, Grayson, where can people find you? <laughs> um you can find me on twitter <laughs> you can find me on twitter at grayson morales and you can find my writing at game rant yeah i've been playing a lot of fortnite <laughs> um real quick i am doing a fuck i don't know the date i'm gonna be in a pax online panel that's gonna be taking place in july it's gonna be um we're, we're ranking the top 10 nintendo games it's gonna be uh me my friend brendan groom from pasta controller alana pierce uh tim gettys from kind of funny lily zaldivar and that's it yeah it's gonna be really fun so if you guys are watching the pax panels i can't tell you the exact date but look it up and we'll be on the schedule so you can watch it (laughs) cameron's gonna be in there too isn't he cameron yes cameron hawkins i knew i was forgetting one person 
I'll also put the, the, the article link in there. Also, 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 um, if you enjoy Friends and Groom, you should listen to the episode he was on for HP Critical Plug Time. Also, 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 if you enjoy Cameron Hawkins, you should listen to him tell you all about Kingdom Hearts on the What is Kingdom Hearts podcast because him and Brandon know what Kingdom Hearts is and I have learned. So come learn with me. Sorry. Sterling, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at Silver Sterling. Uh, you can find my writing on Twinfinite and Jump Cut Play. And I also have my own podcast, Memory Card Memoirs. It's on all the podcasting networks. And I'm a part of an anime podcast called the Simply Anime Podcast. Same thing. You can find it wherever you need to. And thank you, Jarell and Brandon, for having us. It's of been lovely. Of course. You guys are always putting in the work. But, you know, it's really great when I have time to talk to y'all. Y'all really just, you get me. You get my weird opinions. <laughs> and you don't judge me when I talk shit about video games that I love. And I appreciate that. Even if I judge some of your decisions. Sterling. You went for the neck with Brandon and Pokemon Snap. <laughs> you went on a tag. Like I didn't mean it like that. I just really thought. Look at how unimpressed he is. He's like, yeah. He's so sad. Brandon has really liked games this year, or at least I've heard him talk about games that he's really like playing, like Ace Attorney and Near Replicant. So when he said Pokemon Snap, I was like, really? I literally have seen you play that like once, I think. And I don't hear you talk about it. So I was like, that's really your top five so far? That's what it was. Because Brandon has talked about more better games that he's liked so that's why i apologize you're right i'm sorry brandon it's just i've been playing a lot of games this year like like the games i've been playing this 2021 has been weird so i haven't been really playing like a lot of games that came out this year playing a lot of games that i like i mentioned earlier that i've been finally getting around to the dlc of breath of the wild and that's just one of the games of from past years that i've finally getting around to so it is what it is i also just stopped playing pokemon snap so i'll never forget you saying are games really bad this year that you put, that you have to put? I feel so bad. Oh my god. Okay. And with that, good night, everybody. Podcast over. Bye. 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 Let's go. HP Critical.